Hello, and welcome to Movie Theater Time Machines, the show that we keep things real to real. Um, this week, we'll be watching, or we have watched, mm-hmm. and talking about the movie The Commitments. It came out in 1991, and it stars a lot of people that you will have no clue about. I recognized one person. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's, uh, yeah, it's yeah. one of my favorite movies, so yeah, I is... wanted to watch it because, uh... This uh, this month is March, and it's my month, and I wanted to start off another month with uh, a music month, but uh, with a very specific theme in mind, because I wanted to watch movies that uh, basically had movies where everybody that was in the movie actually sang the parts in the movie. And I'm appreciative of that. Yeah. yeah. I, I really, really am appreciative. If you're going to show musicians, show them doing their fucking thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Rather than dubs or exactly. any bullshit like that. I, I have a very big appreciation for people, even if they're a bit out of their element, yeah. that can actually yeah. try to sing, yeah. even if they're not singers. Right. And yeah. this, this movie is kind of a test to that yeah. because everybody who sings in this movie. They're not singers. Like, no. they're not popular singers. Well, that, that, yeah. guy's, that guy's got a hell of a voice. He does. Yeah. He's got a face the, like a shoe. Uh, yeah. he's, got, he's got a hell well, of a voice. Well, it's most blues singers. I mean, that's like, there was a, a podcast that I listened to for years, and they died out. It was called The Blues Kitchen. Mm. And it was two British guys who just, like, found weird records and said, okay, we're going to play some songs. Yep. And just, they were two British DJs and just said, okay, let's do this. And they were freaking great. Yeah. I did something like that yeah, on my yeah. old radio show. Right, when yeah. When I was at UMass, yeah. I had a section I called WTF Radio, yeah. where I just found something weird yeah. in... And it was a it was a college station. It wasn't yeah. hard to find weird music <laughs> yeah. in that station. And I just like it was like okay, this is the weirdest of whatever I can find. And some of them, whew, yeah, the po- the polka medley about you know nudism that was fun. <laughs> I mean, it was called noodle. Yeah. Noodle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the noodle. <laughs> oh yeah, one. I remember that one too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, the, this one's yeah. They all had faces that were weird, and that's what uh, Liam and Gaz were the two DJs that would say stuff, and they're like, "Okay, this guy," so they would say something like that. This man is really ugly, <laughs> and you know, if they're more ugly, the better the blues is going to be. If they're ugly, <laughs> <laughs> look it's, at Bob Dylan. That's like, God, yeah. it's it's Not like wrong. Uh, it's also on the other <laughs> on the other end of the spectrum. The sa- same can be said for like heavy metal because yeah. in, in, in the immortal words of Strong Bad from Homestar Runner, <laughs> mm. the gift of heavy metal does not shine upon the good looking. <laughs> <laughs> If you're at all, if you're if you're not sure, just hot glue some cornflakes to your face. That'll, that'll work. <laughs> I mean, Don't yeah. actually glue cornflakes. Yeah, to <laughs> hey, I gotta tell you, I, I liked this movie because the music was awesome. The, mo- like, the music is just, really good. The, yeah, and the music in this is not the kind of music I'm generally into. I've got a bizarre yeah. range of like Me musical too, taste, yeah. but I don't generally lean towards this, but. It really worked. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Th- this movie, I gotta, I gotta admit, this movie I saw when I was very young. Like, yeah. This movie came I'm out. I'm interested in the... why you like this. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. So, uh, this movie came out in 1991. I, I think I saw this movie the first time. I want to say probably in like 1994, 1995. I had the cassette to this movie. Like I, 
When I was younger, I mm. had a big obsession with movie soundtracks. Mm. Um, it was probably the most primary thing I listened to until I was about maybe 13 or 14, and that's when I started getting into like uh, uh, rap and uh, R and B, and then and then it shifted to metal and things yeah. like that. But um, the the first the first album I ever bought with my own money mm-hmm. was a soundtrack. There's Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, but this this yeah. Yep. But, was, that was actually the original Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah. And that no, I'm just trying to it. think what my first album I ever bought was. I don't even remember the yeah. first one I ever bought. But this I, yeah, this I had on cassette, and yeah. then I actually bought it on CD yeah. later on. Um, but Now, kids, cassettes <laughs> are these things. Magnetic <laughs> tape. That had a Walkman yeah. with uh, headphones that had, like, like... You know, it had metal around my head, and, they and you had, had to plug it in. And there were wires. Um, Back in the day, we used to have headphone jacks on our cell phones. <laughs> and, and, and you had very special large pants that you could fit your Walkman right? in. Right? Yes. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Yeah, right? Yeah. I had a pair of trip jeans. Me and too. They, and they were very appropriately named because I tripped over those motherfuckers yeah. so many times. I had a pair of black trip yeah. pants, I, and I the legs were about I, a foot long. Yeah, I had the knockoff was two. It was called caffeine jeans. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and I had one of those, and it was just very, very. Everybody could hear me coming down the hallway mm-hmm. at school. It was. I, ooh, ooh, ooh. See, I had the ones that Sorry, had, there were two straps that crisscrossed yeah. like across oh, the back. backs of my legs. They were entirely yeah, unnecessary, but they were just there. Yeah. And there were zippers that were entirely for oh, show. I had right, and yeah. just like the green stitching no, all over. In yeah. mine, I actually had a, uh, yeah. a stash pocket on the inside of the pants. Yeah. That had a zipper, so you could hide your stash in there. Huh. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. No, I was. Oh, oh, there's. Yeah. I, I believe. I believe mm-hmm. Liza's got a sketch of me back from back in the day when I had my trip jeans. Yeah. I had my trench coat oh, and God. I had my hat with the skull and crossbones. Yeah. It's just like a completely just like cartoon oh, version God. of me. It's just like this is this is me. This, this is, is my the avatar. epitome of nineties right here. This is the epitome of Dan <laughs> in the late nineties. <laughs> Which yeah. I've learned today that in school they're teaching that the. 90s as the late 20th century now. What God. the fuck? Yeah, you feel old? <laughs> the late, I mean, they're not wrong. They're not wrong. But yeah. don't do that, please. Yeah, right. <laughs> I am not that old. God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But, anyway, yeah. but that's yeah that's the that's the first time I watched this movie. Yeah, yeah I was probably about 12. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean I I was a um uh what's the word I want a video file <laughs> I watched a lot of movies when I was young. You were yeah. a movie key, yeah. 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 Um, cinema, cinema cinema file. Yeah, I and think yeah. Yeah, this was right. one of my I, absolute favorites. I've probably seen this movie, God, two dozen times. I I could okay. I yeah. I know every lyric. Yeah. To the songs in this in this movie, I you mean, could ask Dan. I yeah. sang to every song. The media, uh, and, I, and I have I to say one to, thing, yeah, I am yeah. very proud of you. Yeah. Watching a movie with Joss that she has watched can be insufferable at times. <laughs> However, <laughs> you were very good. I was. You were very good last night. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. I didn't, I, I didn't just 
like smile and giggle and look at him because I have a tendency to do that when I know things are about to happen. And I, no, I was very good. I was just I just sat there and just patiently watched and just sang the songs when they came on, and that was it. It can be rough, but yes, you did very well. I'm very proud. Thank you. And I was actually very I'm sure happy. I'm not much better. I was very happy actually because he watched the whole movie and he enjoyed the movie. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. okay, yeah. So. I, mean, I enjoyed with the music. I think it just the one thing I think I would change if I had this is just a little more stakes in this mm. to a degree because it's like okay, do they need to create the band because they need to pay off debts or something? Right. Save the community center. Or, yeah, or, right. yeah or, like, or like one of those types of movies I would have been like right on board with. Yeah. It's where some, there's some parts that kind of lost me, and I mean, we'll get to it when we get it, to it. But, it, it this was yeah. more of a leaning closer to the slice of life sort of thing. It, it was. It was very much it was that. A, that. Yeah. Not, life doesn't always have, like, big stakes. No. But I do see where you're coming yeah. from, like, yeah. having something a little bit more than just, we wanted to make a band. Yeah. Could have... Could have yeah. Dra- you have to look at it in a more sort of... I, I And I understand where you're coming yeah. from. Yeah. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. I think it's because of the time frame where it came out. True. It was early 90s, yeah. Ireland. Yeah. Um, it, it where was like it was super, total shit. Where super economic right, like, Economic yeah. downfall right yeah. there. I mean, they, they, they have a part where you see the lines yeah, yeah. of unemployed people. Yeah. Um, where, mm. you know, this is basically what they can do right yeah. now. Yeah. There, there aren't any high stakes going yeah, on because yeah. there are so many people unemployed. That's a good point. Yeah. I, um, love, I love the lady at the unemployment yeah. office. It's been two years. You mean Mr. to tell Hunter. me that you never... Um, that, that you she, can't find a job. You can't find a job. There are no jobs. And she's just like... It's a third world country. Yeah. It's a third world country. There are no jobs. And the woman's like, eh, oh, okay. Yeah. She just yeah. has that looks like, uh, right, fair point. <laughs> That that scene actually reminded me of history of the world part one. Mm. <laughs> have you bullshitted recently? Yeah. <sighs> no. Yeah. Have you been yeah. Occupation gladiator. Have you killed anybody last week? No. Did you try to kill anybody last week? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's your occupation? Stand up philosopher. <laughs> oh, a bullshit, bullshit artist. artist. Yeah. What? Yes. yes. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, I love the music of this because this is pretty much it brought me back and with a lot of that's going on with my family right now. Um, we'll get into more of it for listeners on the later on the April episodes. Mm-hmm. But um, with that, it reminded me this was like music and this is extremely local, but we had B101 Oldies Station. Yeah. And every Saturday for quite a stretch, my dad and I would just take a drive somewhere. Mm-hmm. And he'd blast the heck out of all this. And mm-hmm. there was a period of time in my life where I wasn't really going through a lot of good stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I had a back injury and I couldn't really walk well. And I was getting bullied at school and... I wasn't in a good headspace, and this was, like, the only time where I felt really super safe. Okay. So every time I hear music like this, I'm like, all right, it's okay. It's comfort. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, like, Dan, like, when you say with the Muppets. As long as there are Muppets, it's going to be okay. Yeah, and it's just like, you know, where I feel like I'm like, every time I hear something along the line of Little Richard, Little Richard, Otis Redding, Mm -hmm. anything Motown, or, like, I'm like... 
all right. Like, I'm okay today. Like, it, br- it brings you back to a place where you're just kind yeah. of like... Yeah. Huh. Well, I want to yeah. bring up one of the songs in this movie, yeah. actually. It's one of the first songs you actually hear in this yeah. movie. Um, when they start doing Mustang Sally. Yeah. Okay. Have you seen the movie Miss Congeniality? Yes, I have. Okay. You know like this, that movie a lot. You know the scene when Sandra Bullock is walking out of the airplane hangar and she's just had her full makeover? Yeah. And she's she's looking beautiful. Yeah. And the hair's flying yeah. back. Yeah. And she's walking out to Mustang Sally. Yeah. And I just it's love this how version. I just yeah. love how she can't walk anymore. Really? It's, it's the commitment's version that she's walking out to. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. And you can you can quote me on that. Yeah. Because I recognize this version anywhere. It's a great one. It is. Yeah. Um, I mean, if it was on a tape, but I'm, I'm assuming that tape at some point probably wore itself Oh, it's right dead. Out. Yeah. That tape is long dead. Yeah. My, my original cassette copy of Green Day, Dookie. Yeah. That, I wore that tape right the hell out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I know that feeling. What's funny, too, is I can I actually hear the Commitments version of Mustang Sally at work every single day. Yeah. It's played on uh, on Road Trip Radio from Sirius, uh, uh, yeah, Sirius uh, Music. Uh, and... Um, that's so really it's one of the good it's one of the good lines in there. They go to the backup singers like you know use your right accents ride Sally ride not, not road Sally Roy. Roy. <laughs> yeah. I made that joke literally the second before it came up. Yeah. It's like I'm psychic. He, he said it, and I'm just sitting on the couch giggling because I'm like I know what's about to happen. So <laughs> there's one other line though that Kaz and I absolutely lost it with, and like I don't know where you want to go with it, but if you bring it up, I will say it. Okay. Well, it's uh, it's one of uh, Joey's lines. Oh, Joey. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's we can dive into this movie. Yeah. Um, so basically, this movie is about a band that is being put together in mm. Ireland. It's Ireland, nineteen ninety one. So it's uh. So if you watch this movie, just remember it's not actually post apocalypse. <laughs> That's just double. Yeah. Just what double looks yeah. like. Yeah. Um, and it's about this uh this guy. His name is Jimmy Rabbit. Yeah. And he uh he loves music. Yeah. And it's. Him kind of narrating the whole thing. Yeah. It kind of sounds talking, like he's talking, talking to, to himself. Like he's interviewing uh, he's, himself after he's become super crazy famous, but he's not actually famous yet. He's just kind of talking to yeah. himself. He's talking to himself about... He's talking to himself in the bath again. I don't know if anybody has actually been... Anybody has done this in their head. Yeah. But I have. <laughs> have you ever interviewed yourself in your head? I can't say that I haven't, but yeah, I've done this. Yeah, I um, yeah. What I, what's happened? What what I what I'll do is I'll have dialogue yeah. with myself in my head, like yeah. you know, I I'm perpetually the the GM or DM or whatever yeah. of our gaming group, yeah. so I am constantly having dialogue of different characters going on in my head, and then when we're at the table, I can't actually do it. Oh no, no, so. I I have interviewed myself in my head. I have actually done this to myself. <laughs> <laughs> do you keep so. the same name? Oh no! Oh, okay. no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Um, but. Yeah, and I think I've got this the interview to myself because of this movie. Um, I think they gave me the idea. Um, but he's yeah, he's basically interviewing himself about the band that he put together. When did, and, you, when did you know you'd made it, Jimmy? <laughs> but um, he goes to meet a couple of his friends at a wedding, um, and they're playing in a band at the wedding. Um, and he kind of walks in and sees his friends, you know, playing. And there's this guy singing. 
and this incredibly drunk guy <laughs> up there. He's not singing. yet. Not yet. Oh no, the one that's singing was the one that's singing is is the lead singer of this band called And And And. Yeah. <laughs> and And And. And they're talking about how they want to. It's a name. And And And. and we're gonna put the exclamation point after the second, second end. She yeah. thinks it'll stand out on the posters. <laughs> um, and they're looking at this that this girl and, and that they used to go and. to school with. Her name is Imelda Quark. I only remember this because her name is mentioned 87,000 times. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's blonde and she's beautiful and they have this huge crush on her. Um, and they talk to Ooh, her because you know? it's her sister's wedding and her sister is pregnant. That's the only reason she's getting married. It's a shotgun wedding. And yeah. she's and the, the funniest part about that, yeah. this scene with her sister is actually because her sister's drinking a beer. Yeah. Ireland. (laughs) Her friends are all standing around her going, Oh, I can feel the baby. And her sister's drinking a beer. That was the funniest part to me about that, the wedding. I I also want to just put out there I apologize in advance to any actual Irish listeners. (laughs) I cannot do an Irish accent, but that is not going to stop me from trying. (laughs) Just, you know, the worst. I apologize in advance. The worst part about it is when I started, like, talking about this movie, I slipped into an Irish accent, <laughs> and I didn't mean to. <laughs> so That's something with both of I us. I do this all the time. It's so We're bad. We're accent sponges. Yeah. It's like, like when I have like, a oh, while back, so I was in a, it was hanging out with online online friends, and there was one, uh, one of my friends from New Zealand. Yeah. And every time we were, I was playing with her, I would start to talk in the New, in- in the New, Ze- New Zealand accent, and she's like, are you are you making fun of me? Like, I'm really not. <laughs> I, I can't help it. I am not sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I dated a British guy for five years. Okay? Five years. Yes. And, and his accent had uh, had a hell of a transformation <laughs> by the time. I, 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 yeah. But he was from Cornwall. Yeah. So from Cornwall, and then it, then it got a uh, weird Fall River weird accent sort of, mutation to it. Yeah, so it... It's not intentional. <laughs> Your accent is wandering. <laughs> I can tell you I used to do this in the hotel phone sales oh God, game that I was so in bad. for a while. Ooh, yeah. But I didn't do this for guests that were calling me. It was people next to me, and I started imitating them. <laughs> and, like, we had this guy, and I'm not going to say his name because I, I don't know if he listens or not because he's local. <laughs> but he like... Hi, how may I help you? Oh God, he sounds like Urkel. <laughs> and kind of did. <laughs> kind of did, like and I would just cheese? yeah, really? and I would just start doing it. I'm like hi, but I would say it in my own voice, I'm like how may I help you? <laughs> and the elongations, and I'm like, I feel so bad because this is the nicest guy I've ever known. But I'm like. It's not Dude, it's just not me. It's just like, I mean, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll do it all the time. Yeah. Like when I hang out with certain of yeah. my friends who have certain speech patterns, yes. yeah. Michael Bates, yeah. I'll start talking like him. It's like, ha yeah. you trusted us. That was your last mistake. <laughs> it was just shit like that. It's like, I'll start talking like like the Bates brothers. I love you guys. I really do. But You it's just don't like, intend to do it. You don't it intend, happens. but it just happens. Yeah, I I, I know what you mean. And I know what you mean, really. Yeah. I still say bollocks yeah. when I fuck up. Yeah. Bollocks. And I, yeah. I, to this day, I still do it. Which yeah. is an amazing word to it use. It is. It really is. It re- oh, the bollocks that happened. Yeah. I say I say it at work yeah. all the time. Yeah. And everybody looks at me funny. Yeah. And it's like, I don't mean to yeah. say it. I just yeah. say it. 
Yeah, it, it's like we, I had this one coworker who we had such a wonderful time because her favorite word of all time was balls. So just we tried to work in the word balls as many times as possible because we worked next to each other. And to try to do it, but the key was is to try to work in the word balls as many times and not laugh. I was listening. Yeah. I was listening. We made it to three. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to a podcast about the Deflate Gate, yeah. uh, like cons- quote unquote conspiracy from a few years back, and the two hosts who were talking about it are not sports people at all. And neither. Oh, okay. I, I know this. Yeah. Yeah. About, yeah, the whole Patriots. Yeah. You know, Deflate, okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Tom Brady. Blah yeah. blah blah. They, they said the word mishandling balls, <laughs> vigorously rubbing balls. And deflating balls it had to be hundreds of times, and the whole time I'm listening to it, I'm going balls. Adam Neef says, if you "Twist your bollocks." <laughs> if you need to go ahead and twist your bollocks or anything, you need to have your toys. You go right ahead and oh, do God. about your bad self. You probably got a bollocks twister somewhere yeah. in there. I mean, hey, not my you thing, do but you, you do. but not us. But we do you. Oh, God. No shame in it. Yeah, not my thing, but you do you. Oh, no shame in it. I, I guess that that makes Deflategate an entire new scenario right there. Yeah. Go, take a, take a load off, relax. Deflategate. <laughs> that sounds, like a, that sounds like a personal Offer problem. Code MTCM. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> if Kaz was in that episode, I know she'd start singing the Jacket in San Diego song. <laughs> oh, Kaz, we miss you. <laughs> yeah. And, and don't worry, folks. Kaz is just feeling a little, little yeah. under the weather. She'll be back. Next yeah, week. she'll be back yeah. next week. <laughs> oh, but anyway, we did actually watch a movie. I promise. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, Can you tell it's been a bit of a long week? It's been a long week. Yeah. <laughs> Come yeah. along with us on our yeah. weird on yeah. our weird journey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so uh, uh, what happens? So um, he puts out a puts so out an ad in the classifieds his, uh, to put together this band. Yeah, because his friends but he basically convinces his friends to drop their lead singer and that he's gonna put together this band for them. So he puts an ad in the paper that his dad ends up seeing because someone knocks on the door <laughs> and says, uh, hey, uh, I want to be in the, basically I want to be in the band. And his father's like, what the fuck? What are you even talking about? Like, it, so is Jimmy like Jimmy Jr.? Because uh, they just said, uh, look, talk to Rabbit. To Rabbit. So I'm guessing yeah. maybe he's like James Jr. Maybe. Because yeah. his dad I think was he's confused. The third. I think yeah. he's actually the third. Okay. Um, yeah. I think that's what he says. And his father is played by Colton yeah. Meany, yeah. who is the forever... only name in this movie that we actually know. <laughs> yeah. Forever and always in my heart, he yeah. will be Chief O'Brien. Yeah, uh, yeah. This uh, this kid is like, yeah. I got, there's a uh, ad in the paper. He's like, have you got soul? Um, uh, if you do, come join the hardest working band in Ireland. And um. His mom, that's right, he's sitting at the breakfast table, and his mother starts giving him shit because she doesn't want to keep ironing his yeah. underwear. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, 
who the fuck irons their underwear? And then I remembered that's Dan's mom. Yeah. Mm. I mean, if you've ever really had a really cold day, you had to get outside. Oh, okay. Beautiful. That I understand. Okay. Yeah. My grandmother yeah. used to iron my clothing. Yeah. Which I remember when I was a kid, and it yeah. was wonderful. Yeah. But I don't even own an iron. Yeah. <laughs> we don't either. No. Yeah. What I do, if I know the next day is going to be like super cold, like getting up in the morning, put it I'll, on the radiator. Yeah, I'll yeah. drape my clothes over the radiator because overnight and just be nice and toasty as have, I go out to my car. We have yeah. old school radiators in our yeah. room, mm-hmm. which is wonderful. It's a beautiful thing. Big honking brass bass. Yeah. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're beautiful. They're great and they're yeah. in great condition. And I like my apartment. Yeah. But. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's just th- that part to me was really funny because yeah. I'm just thinking it's like ironing. Yeah, who does that? And, then it, and it continues on throughout yeah, the movie. It's, 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 it's a like theme. a theme in this movie, ironing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> See, that, that's almost a theme go, uh, going so far because uh, hairspray. There was a lot was of ironing yeah. in that too. Yeah, um, hidden themes that we didn't realize we were doing. <laughs> ironing. Oh. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so in this next part of the movie, there's a bunch of people showing up in front of the door. <laughs> we like this. In, in the, the montage. Who are your influences? In, yes. And ah. there are a lot of Irish bands that are named, like Sinead O'Connor yeah. and U2. And those are the only two that I can remember. <laughs> I think The Frames was mentioned at the one point. The Frames were mentioned, yeah. I think. That is the extent of my Irish band knowledge. Uh, uh, <laughs> but we were talking about others, too, though, like... Wait, wait, is are the Eurythmics Irish? I don't think they're Irish. That is a good question. And the cranberries weren't around yet. No. Cranberries was like I <laughs> think it's close. It's I close. Think, yeah. yeah, they were working on their thing. But they're, they're yeah, like they're, they good. might not have been super famous yet, but it's somewhere around that time they were they started to form. And that is a good question. I'm yeah. gonna uh-huh. find out. You're but right. yeah, there was a bunch of people. I think they were Scottish, but I could be proved there wrong. Was, but there were a bunch of yeah. people who showed up. And yeah. what's really funny about this montage yeah. is. The people that he actually allowed in the house. Yeah. Um, Your are British. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But it, what the people he allowed in the house are great because he asks a bunch of people about their influences and he slams the door on a lot of people's faces. But the people he allows in the house are what makes things funny. Because he allows the <laughs> first guy... The first guy he allows in the house is almost like a folk singer type guy. Yeah, yeah. And he's got... They call it a mouth organ, but we know harmonica. And he's playing the guitar, and I just remember the lyric, Cause heaven knows I'm miserable. And he looks at him, he's like, yeah, I know how you feel. (laughs) Yeah, because that that is like the darkest song with like the kind of like... Kind of like almost. I'm not going to say a happy tune to it, but it's, but like, it's like an upbeat it had a, tune it had a good beat, about yeah. how everything is horrible. Yes, yeah, everything is awful. Yes, <laughs> um, and so he lets that guy out, and then the guy who comes in after him is like hair metal type guy who is playing the electric guitar. Awful. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the guy just kind of so turns and evil. looks at him like, what the fuck? You let this guy in after you're letting me go? And he just unplugs the air. He's like, it's, get the fuck out. <laughs> um, and, this, and his, okay, now, this isn't a typical Irish home, I guess, in the in the 90s, early 90s, late 80s. Yeah. Because there are 87,000 children. Yeah. Because there's uh, no and, such thing as birth yeah. control. And well, I mean, pope. there is, but it's frowned upon because yeah. Catholicism. Yeah. yeah, and then there's Pope John Paul. And I 
and Elvis yeah. on top. And above and him. Elvis okay. above. above him. I really, really, yeah. Okay. Elvis that is I know so, is my smile. Okay, yeah. so here's here's yeah. what endears Elvis me. Elvis is so yeah. Elvis is good. It, here's here's what endears me mm. to uh, Rabbit's dad, Mister <laughs> Rabbit, because yeah. when he finds out, when Rabbit's dad finds out that his son is putting a band together, the first thing. That his dad does is his, start singing. His audition, essentially. His audition. As man says, to Elvis. <laughs> and he does not insult Elvis. Said. He just says that Elvis isn't sold. Yeah. And, and which then is correct. Cole Meany turns and says, Elvis is God. Yeah. <laughs> but then he insults Elvis by saying he's not wearing a corset <laughs> and singing to a bunch of old people in Las Vegas. <laughs> and even I found you, that funny. To which you can't really argue. It's just like, I, I can't, yeah, he did that. I can't really say much because at that point, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But what's funny about the scene is on the wall is a Pope of John Paul II. Yeah. And above that picture is Elvis. Which is yeah. rightfully so. Which is you know, the pro- proper placement yeah. of these. Yeah, which Pope John Paul was a horrible person. Oh my god, yeah. Oh, yeah, so. But the fact that Elvis is above him makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. I, mean, I, I understand how blasphemous I'm being yeah. and I'm perfectly okay with yeah, it. Yeah, I don't care either. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm descended from a cardinal. Okay? Yeah. I'm being blasphemous. Oh, yeah. God. Hey, I've been into St. Peter's Basilica where Pope John Paul's remains are enshrined. And the first thing I looked at, we're seeing this beautiful, beautiful <laughs> church and all this is going on and you know people are moving through and it's just the holiest of holy places. And you see like and there's like as you go past there's like different areas where Popes are entombed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you go to Pope John Paul, and I, I looked over, and I turned to Kaz, and I'm like, I can't believe he was that short. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, no, he's laid sideways. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, okay, maybe it speaks to my own mentality, but, like, in, like, a huge, grand kind of space, like, yeah. you know, like, a, like St. Peter's Basilica or something like that. Yeah. The first thing I think of is, how much could you get a fart to echo in here? Oh. Okay, you think that and... You know my, that was my thought, too. You know, <laughs> see, you think that, and my first thought is, this sounds exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> That's my first thought is, yeah. I would just look at the outside and go, can we go get something else? Yeah. Because it just well, sounds, it, even we, as pretty as it's going to be... Yeah. It just sounds exhausting. I'd rather go see the Coliseum. Yeah. We we were out there for a few days and we came back, but we we were there and there was the priest that was talking about not to have vanity. Do not have vanity in your life. Don't have vanity or pride looking around the gilded hall. Exactly. Well, for that, but it's like, do not have vanity, how people put things with, you know, faces on things that's not supposed to happen. You know, yeah. do not do this. And you go through and go to the end and you go into the gift shop where you could buy Pope Benedict shot glasses. <laughs> I'm like, and I, I looked over and I, I turned to Kazder to a couple of friends in the group. I'm like, didn't they listen to what the guy said in there? <laughs> like, no, no. What just happened here? Here's oh, the deal. Yeah. I might buy one of those. <laughs> 
Just like having just weird shot glasses one. is fun. Yeah. Yeah, weird ass shot glass, but he, but still, it's like, you're in the holiest drink. of holy right. motherfucking places, and then you go into a gift shop where they have and then, here's the Pope on a whole bunch of shit that yeah, you don't and need. Just, and right. just like at Dis- just like at Disney World, you <laughs> can't get off the ride unless you go through the goddamn gift shop. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, the weirdest freaking <laughs> gift shop in the world. And we were looking around because my mom wanted to have something of St. Anthony and just said, if you have it, if you have something of St. Anthony to bring back, I'd appreciate it. And for my mom, I was looking around. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I got lost and I couldn't find St. Anthony. I was about to say, you were looking for something for St. Anthony and just couldn't find it, weirdly enough. <laughs> yeah, and I couldn't find St. Anthony. And I'm like, <laughs> Catholic humor. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah. So, like, all that happened, and we ended up finding, like... Now, lifelong atheists are listening to that. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> then, but a, a, a screwball yeah. who sat through fucking yeah. nine years of yeah. Catholic school and losing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I found I the St. Anthony tile <laughs> on Marlon Brando's island. Oh, Randomly, oh. like, holy shit, hey, yeah, five euro, cool, got it, done. I'm like, okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, God. Oh, I was rolling with that one. I'm like, okay, let's just kind of see how this goes. Oh, great. <laughs> I, I, oh. We're talking about Iris and Dublin and all that. I mean, hell, it's got to kind of work, yeah. All right, then. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was a hard left. <laughs> Sorry, I reeled you back. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> Alright, so um, the, mm. he's putting the band together, and like slowly but surely, we're getting. Well, we see. Let's okay. Let's go through these quick. Uh, we got River Dance. Yeah. Um, well, the kids River dancing in the background with the bagpiper. <laughs> yeah. Just like he's just looking. Oh, really? And, and his and mother. Just, <laughs> his great. mother and his like and like several of his sisters yeah. just in the back, just you know doing the River Dance. Yeah. It's just like everyone's got business yeah. in this movie. It's great. Uh, his mother singing. Uh, the like the really sad song with yeah. the girl yeah um yeah. oh was it the the uh the chick with the the nose ring mm-hmm. it's just there's a a yeah. number of different people who come through this this well, house the girl, the girl yeah. with the nose ring I don't think uh, yeah. I don't think she had a bad voice she didn't it no. just it Admitted- wasn't what he wanted yeah admittedly I'm tone deaf so she could she could have been god awful for all there I was know. there was uh, the tap dancer yeah um. The skinhead. There was uh, the skinhead who tries multiple times. The Cajun band who was in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Elvis wasn't Cajun. Get out of his blasphemy. <laughs> um. Yeah, but he does find one person out of everybody whose name is Dean, and he plays the saxophone. Barely. He's like, he plays the saxophone because he just got one. So he can put air into it and make a kind of fronk sound. Yeah, and his uncle left it for him, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. But he's the third person who joins this band. Mm -hmm. um, Outspan? I don't... Opson? His name is Dean. (laughs) No, okay, Dean was the saxophonist, but there was someone else, uh, like the the main guitarist guy with with the curly hair. I cannot remember his name. According to according to the um, um, captions, his name is Outspan. 
Okay. I've never known to be a name, but I kind of like it. Okay. I think it's neat. He's he's ginger. He, yeah, he's 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 the long-haired ginger because we also have the short-haired ginger. Who's the drummer? Who is the drummer? Although he can't really be the drummer because his drums are in hock. He's got him at the pawn at <laughs> the pawn shop. Pawn shop. <laughs> <laughs> that was one that, that that made me laugh. That that. It's like, but yeah, he turns. Yeah. It turns out he's a, he's a good yeah. drummer. He's a good and drummer, they, and I think know. this is what spawned my brother to want to become a drummer because my mm-hmm. brother has seen this movie many times with me. <laughs> so yeah. So, but they still need someone to sing because none of them are really singers. And then so they track down. They they track down the guy who was singing drunk at yeah. the wedding. They track down His Declan. name is Declan. He's a prick. Yeah. But he's got a really Declan good voice. is an asshole, yeah. but he's got a hell he's got a hell of a voice and a yeah. face like a shoe. Yeah, and they, they, go, they put him in check quite a bit. I think, too. It's, mm-hmm. I think it's actually really funny when they go find him though, yeah. because he goes and he's he's eating at like this restaurant. And the first thing Rabbit says to him is, uh, how's the soup? And he's like, Poxy. He's like, is there anything worth eating? It's all poxy. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck does poxy mean? <laughs> Generally bad. Bad, I'm not guessing. great. Um, but then the line comes up and he's like, uh, you've got a great voice. And he's like, when did I sing? And he's like, when you were at the cork wedding. He's like, uh, I sang? I was like 17 uh, rum and black, rum and black sin. sin. And he's like, you got up and sang? Yeah. He's like, no one I did? <laughs> no one told no me. No one told me. <laughs> <laughs> just, that part is just so funny to me. So yeah. so yeah, he joins up and they're they're you know slowly putting their band together. And that's when he meets Joey. And that's yeah, that's when Joey fi- that's when Joey like finds them. He follows finds him. Yeah, he follows his message from message from God, and he finds them and basically says, "I've toured with everybody. I've been all around everywhere. I'm like the best. I want to join you because God said this is where I need to go." And Joey is like the. Most like I don't even want to say laid back. It's a different kind of. It's just like nothing bothers him. He's like him. a Buddha. He's yeah. He's Zen yeah. almost. Yeah, and okay. So Joey came in, which I also I looked up if I could back up a moment. Sure, I go looked for it. up like what is a rum and black. I'm assuming it has to do with Guinness because Guinness is a very dark beer. It is close, but a rum and black refers to a molasses-based rum, which is deep brown, deep brown, okay. virtually black here. It's addition to caramel. So basically it is Guinness. Yeah. It's also another version of it is called gunfire. <clears throat> and gunfire is, is, is a caffeinated alcohol drink with black tea and rum. That has its origins in the British military when early, early mornings needed to happen. Jesus. But I mean, I, that'll wake your ass up. Yeah, it'll wake you up too. But it'll it's kickstart just like, your brain and jumpstart your colon. Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Fire in the horn. <laughs> uh, and uh, you, you so, drink this yeah. and just all of a sudden yeah. your ass is like bonjour. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning. It's also the. Um, Joey comes in, and there's a line that Kaz and I just fell off the couch. Go for it. Is when he says, you know, oh, I've been, you know, blessed, blessed by the priest. The Lord called me to be here. 
And he says, the Lord blows my trumpet. Yeah. <laughs> and we had to I'm stop sure it for a little bit. It just went like, like time we, out. Just, <laughs> we just slowly looked at each other, like out of the side. Like we like we didn't really quite want to look at each other <laughs> for a second. Just kind of feel and then we catch each other's eye and just lost it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just... And considering what happens with Joey later on. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. And, and, and we, Somebody else blows Joey's trumpet, yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> and the funny thing is, is I had a cousin, Joey, uh, I can, yeah, I can say this, Joey Delgado, who was like the most eccentric person I had ever met. Unfortunately, he had cancer. He passed away pretty early. But you give the guy roller skates, he could fart a rainbow, and he could go from Boston to Orlando in 20 seconds. Nice. Like, he he was just awesome. Like, just an awesome guy, but he looked like this actor. (laughs) And I'm looking at him like, oh, my God, this is Joey Delgado. Come back. (laughs) And I'm thinking to myself, like, he was the one... He took my mom out uh, on her a birthday in her early twenties, and then took her to took her to California to pop around nightclubs from the Oregon border to L.A. Cool, you know, and just did that for a little while for her to have the experience before she went and got a job or did whatever she did. That sounds amazing. And yeah, it was really cool. And she yeah. was very very grateful for him to do that. But he was just one of those people who knew a ton of people. And he also was very, he was the very best of friends with Elvira. That's even and, cool. Yeah, and that is, Fucking that amazing. is a dead true story. And it really is. It's just like, okay. And he is just like, okay, he's, he's got the best of the best and he had the proof to back it up. Not just, I know Elvira. It's like, I'll call her right now. Like, I'll call her. Let's Fucking go hang amazing. out. Yeah. Like, we'll do this. And he was just funny as shit, but. And he bounced around, bounced over the country, new people. I'm like, is this Joey? <laughs> I'm like, is this my cousin Joey? Shit. Like, I, is he like, based like, on him? Like, yeah, I'm like, and Com- I. Comet needs to bring Elvira back. Yeah. Seriously. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. They need to bring, they need to bring those back. For, yeah. Just to be on the regular rotation. Yeah. Yeah, oh man, it's just but his intro, and I'm like, okay, I was kind of waning a little bit yeah. with this, but then he came in, and I'm like, okay, you got me back yeah. in again. There's, there, yeah. are, there are characters in this movie that actually do, they draw you back in. Um, Every scene he was in was funny. It was just it's funny as hell. I know he's like he's super good, super good on the trumpet. He's yeah. been he yeah. helps he's Dean. been around. He helps Dean learn yeah. how to actually you know play, yeah. play, play the sax. <laughs> Kim Basinger. Yeah. Are you picturing a woman's nipple? Yes. Yeah. Lives across the way. You need to aim a little higher. Yeah. <laughs> but my two favorite characters in this movie, I actually my. I like uh, Jimmy Rabbit because yeah. I've he's just I like him. Yeah, but my Jimmy other gets a little angry. He does yeah. get angry. A little angry out of nowhere later. But yes. Yeah. But I like Jimmy and I like uh, Mika. Mika is yeah. my favorite character, we but meet, he doesn't show up later. Yeah, we meet him in a bit, but yeah, Mika is Mika is, is great to yeah. have. He's like you got to have your own like psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> I like Mika. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, they're putting the band together, yeah. and they and they the, need they backup need singers. Backup yeah. singers, but they but what Jimmy wants, what everybody wants, they want Imelda. Right. Imelda so, Quirk. So Jimmy goes and finds his uh, his friend Bernie, 
Uh, She's working in the chip van. <laughs> so he goes one night and he goes to the chip van and he's like, hey, Bernie, hey, how you doing? Look, you got a great voice. Uh, you I sang do. in the church choir. You have a great voice. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, I need girls to sing. So uh, you and, uh, oh, that girl Imelda. Yeah. Uh, you still friends with her? Yeah. Why don't you two like, come and. Can you get her? Like, and she's like, Natalie, she's got a great voice, too. Yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, bring her, but bring don't her forget too. Imelda. Yeah. She's like, I love the line with her, though. She's like, the fuck you want Imelda Cork for? Mm-hmm. Did not assess it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Although, yeah. in my in my personal opinion, out of the like the three, three main girls in this movie, I think uh, Bernie is the, is, is the prettiest one out of the three. Yeah. There's just something about her. Bra- uh, Brana... I can't remember her last name. Uh, I have her up the, right the now, actually. Her name, name is Bronna Gallagher. Bronna Gallagher. There's something about her. I can't quite place it. I don't know if it's just if she's got big eyes. Yeah. She's got. She's just so damned expressive. I don't know what it is. I was obsessed with her haircut. Yeah. When I was younger, I was obsessed with her hair. I don't know if... But something about the shaved head mm-hmm. around with just the, the, the long hair on top. I've been obsessed with that haircut since I was young. So I think... That's where I got it yeah, from. The whole, the whole undercut. Yeah, I've yeah. been obsessed with yeah. it since I was a kid. Yeah. So. I yeah, I and for somebody who's seen it, like this is the first time I've ever seen this, or I've never heard of this movie before yeah. we presented yeah. it. But was this the same van that they were driving in later? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm like, that's the same van, and Kaz goes. Yeah, I think it is. Mm-hmm. But wait, is the Mr. it the Mister Chippy van? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, wait, no, that is the same van. Yep. I'm like, and we went back and forth. Yes or no? Yes or no? I'm like, no, it is. Later on, when yeah. they get the they get a gig that's yeah. far away. Yeah, they break into a building to steal it. To steal right, Mister Chippy and, van. And uh, Deck farts in it. And yeah. they open it up. Yeah, and an old couple comes <laughs> up and asks if you got any salmon. That was a good line. And he like, turns no. around. And he's like, "No, but we got soul." <laughs> and I'm just yes. sitting there. I'm like, "Fish pun." <laughs> <laughs> Get it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So now that, that yeah. now that they have the band, yeah. it's. Oh, uh, it's time. A lot of, it's it's like almost montage for yes. a good chunk of the rest of the movie. Well, there's yeah. a little there's a little bit of montage when they get the the girls come over because the first time they all meet together yeah. is they meet at Joey's house where you meet Joey's mom. <laughs> Joey's mom is a treat. Yeah. She looks a little bit like the crypt keeper who's been done up like the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> but she's sweet. She's a sweet old lady who you can tell is not Irish. No, no. I think she's German. No. I, I can't really tell Maybe. what she is. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that accent is definitely yeah. not Irish. It's not well, Irish. And it's it's a weird thing, although you gotta, like... My thing is, is, you know, Joey's obviously living with his mom again, and mm-hmm. she's kept it... I think she's kept everything the same while he's traveling. Yes. She always sends him postcards, but... What is the mindset he was in when he first set up that little hideaway? Oh. Because you got to go up a ladder, down another ladder to get there, which pretty much is another property, so to speak. Yeah. But just this really nice hideaway area. I'm just going, I'm like, that can, uh, like that would never fly around here. No. But damn, that would be really cool. But that, yeah. that was definitely just his get away yeah. from mom and dad kind of thing. Yeah. From, from when he that's was, a, when he that's was a, a I'm going to go do shit I don't want mama to know about. Yeah, this right, is my right. clubhouse. Yeah. Fuck off. And yeah. yes, I know. No, it doesn't smell like skunk in here. It smells like something else. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know, when I was younger and 
I used to have friends over really, really late at night. Yeah. Um, Shut up. Yeah, you know nothing. (laughs) Okay, so here's a little bit of fun fact about me. Uh, Years ago, and I'm talking about 15, 14 years ago, um, I used to have people over, and people would come over, and all of my friends, save for maybe three people, are guys. Yeah. Um. And people used to come over to my house, and they would stay till three, four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And it would—it's right very happened to me too, yeah. yeah. It, but yeah. it was very innocent. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. like we were doing anything bad. We'd be watching movies, playing games, yeah. uh, usually playing video games. But whatever. And <laughs> my neighborhood, my neighbors used to think that I had these guys coming in and out of my house for other reasons. Jesus. Now keep keep in so, mind it's. Wasn't the best neighborhood ever? No, it the wasn't. The neighborhood was a little bit sketchy, so... So, I had Almost. a reputation in my neighborhood for being very easy. Mm. And a couple of my friend's parents yeah. also thought that they were coming over my house, and my house was code for something else. <laughs> to what? Yeah. Or so, then... Does Jossie exist? Just Joss actually exists. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I had a couple of friends, my and I have friends who are twins, twin yeah. brothers. Um, my friend Ben graduated from college, and he had a party. So I showed up at the party, and his mom was very surprised when I showed up, because... <laughs> I actually exist. So she actually came out and said, Oh, hi. You're not code for debauchery. And I went, What? <laughs> so, what the fuck? Yeah, seriously, I'm not joking. Um, so when... When this this house off to the side, that's his house for debauchery. <laughs> that's a place. Oh yeah. I'm not code for debauchery. <laughs> no, Justin is a real person. I'm a real person. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm not easy <laughs> anymore. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, Joss is real. She's not code for for debauchery. Yeah, um, yeah that's yeah, that's hey, not a reason why she sounds like chaos either. Hey, Kemper's parents, I'm not code for mm. debauchery. <laughs> Still not code for debauchery, Kemper's parents. <laughs> Because I'm pretty oh, sure yeah. they still think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I right, would so, like yeah. that hideaway, though. That's, right? That's, that's, yeah. that's so cool. And that would be awesome. That like would the be. clubhouse is your manager when you're a kid. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so they go, these girls show up at his, at Joey's parents' house. These three yeah. girls. Yeah. And his mother says, oh, you're here for my, my boy Joey's bed. Yeah. You're out the back. Yeah. So go, go over, over the, there, go over o- the ladder, over the fence, and down the over the, yeah. and, the ladder and down the other one. I just want to point out that Imelda is wearing a very short skirt, extremely short. Yeah, and she, eh? yeah, and she climbs over this ladder, yeah. and all the guys see her climbing down the ladder. Yeah. This is the funny part to me. Yeah. So they're all like at the window, yeah. staring. Yeah. She climbs down the ladder and they're all like, Straight yeah. up dog line. <laughs> and then, um, what's her name? Natalie nice? comes down the stairs. She turns, looks at them, and she's like, What the fuck are you looking at? Yeah. And all of them are like, oh. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all afraid of Natalie. <laughs> and I love it. 
and but right after this is when they all start hanging out together. And there's about ten people in this group. And there's a little montage of all of them just chilling. And you can tell that they're kind of meshing. This is before they start practicing or anything else, but they're getting to know each other as people. Which is something good you're supposed to kind of do if you're going to be spending a lot of time together and you're going to be rehearsing. Yeah. You know, you really should mesh. Yeah. I've been in a band where that didn't happen. Yeah, I've been around bands where that didn't happen. And that kind of happens to a certain extent in this band because they don't necessarily all mesh from from the get-go. No. Right. Uh, Weirdly, because Declan is Is kind of an asshole. Declan is the primary reason why, I think. Because Declan and the drummer, who I can't remember his name. I I can actually pull it up. Billy? Billy. Billy, yeah. yeah. Declan and Billy are at lo- they're, they're, they just do they don't not mesh. get along. Yeah. And I think it's mo- mostly on Billy's end because I don't, it doesn't seem like Declan even notices. Deck, mm. Deck is the type of person where he's, he's the asshole friend, right. but he's also completely oblivious because you yeah. can tell him to his face that he's a, he's an asshole and it just bounces off of it because he's got that type of, weird sort of, like, confidence in himself that he yeah. doesn't even care if you're calling him a dick. Right. But Billy is the type to where he is a hothead. And it's... And he's it, got and that typical... Declan is just grating on him he's, so bad. He's got the typical... I hate to say it, He's got the typical redhead temper to where everything grates on him. He's a fiery one, that one. Yeah. Um, so... And you know, having that the the whole temper thing, I get that. Yeah, I've got you have it too. Myself, yeah. yeah. Now I'm on, I'm on mood stabilizers now, so it's nowhere near as bad as it used to be. Right. But I get it that mm. just everything just irritating you to the point where you just want to like punch something. I totally get it. So um, yeah, the two of them are don't really get along, and we're going through kind of like this. Montage of them like learning their new song, le- learning to play as play, uh, uh, as a group. That they start with Mustang Sally. Yep, and they and, sing Mustang Sally over and over yep, and over. And I again. am, I am utterly tone deaf, and even I can tell that the first time they try it, just like there's potential there. Road Sally, Road Sally, Road. It's um, like I can, I can tell it's it's rough, but mm-hmm. there's something there, and it's like it's the little by little they're getting better, and you see like the. The conflicts, like, uh, Jimmy goes over to, to Bernie's and is, like, kind of giving her giving her shit because she didn't misses, show up. She she's missing practice, practice a lot. But, okay. But she's like, but I'm, I'm the only one who's bringing in any money in the house right now. Well, you gotta understand, there's a few things that are happening. First off, they, uh, uh, ra- Jimmy has to go and borrow a, uh, a ton of money from, like, a, a loan shark to buy uh, equipment for the band because all of these people don't have money. Most of these people are either unemployed or employed for low wages because of the environment that they're in in Ireland right now. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, they have to hawk... Uh, he has to hawk some of his mom's stuff to get the drum kit out for the drummer. He has to buy uh, amps and microphones and things like that for the people because... None of them have any money, so he goes to a loan shark with the promise that the minute they start making money from these from gigs that they're going to have, that he's going to pay it back. So he's already in hawk. He's uh, using band space above a pool hall um, 
from a friend of his that the boss or the guy who owns the pool hall is in jail. So he's got... The boss is away for a while, about two months, month and a half with good behavior. Yeah, Yeah. so he's he's on borrowed time. Oh, he brings in a friend of his that's a medical student and uh, who plays the piano. They're borrowing the piano, at least from the grandmother. from his grandmother. Well, she but she doesn't. Room much. She doesn't know that they're borrowing it though, because she doesn't use it. Because I, I just like the, the camera angle is like pointing down the stairs as they're coming up, and it's got like that little turn. Yeah. And you see everybody kind of come in and go, "Oh, look! It comes with free pigeons!" And just <laughs> and then you just see three of them. Three of them go with the piano, just slam, bang. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Where'd you get the piano? It's my grand's. <laughs> and they're just dragging it. Oh, it's nice for her to let you borrow it. She doesn't know I'm borrowing it. <laughs> and he's the most innocent one out of all of them. Yeah. Right. He's like the good little Catholic boy. Yeah, and yeah he's, he's playing he goes at to church confess. later, too. He, yeah. plays, he plays the church organ at, at, at church. And he goes to confession later. He goes to later. confession later on that he's that having lustful of, thoughts. Yeah. There's been a lot of cussing and he hasn't and stopped them. And he starts them. swearing later on. He's like, it's, he's adorable. I actually really <laughs> like his character. Um, yeah, yeah. I have a. I, I've been singing the song, uh, the little Richard song. I forgot the other. Percy Sledge. One. Yeah, <laughs> the per- Percy. Sledge. No, it's Percy Sledge. What? Oh. Percy Sledge. I have that album. <laughs> oh, he's like, good. oh, okay. It's so funny. Like, um, <laughs> and then you've got, uh, and uh, what else does Rabbit do? I mean, he's. Dan asked me initially, he's like, well, what what the hell is Rabbit's job? And I'm like, he's the manager. Yeah. He's doing all of the outside work for this band. Right. And that's what he that's what he's doing. He's Which, putting everything together. With a, con- with a conglomerate like that, you kind of need that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So while he's not working in the band, yeah. he's doing all the outside work. He's actually working his ass off trying to help yeah. these guys. Um. And what's the, there's one other thing that he does too on the outside. Um, oh, I can't, I'm trying to remember right off the top of my head, and it's completely flying, but it doesn't matter. Um, after they start really, really oh, with Bernie, Bernie, yeah. um, she starts missing practice because she's working, and she's the only person in the house who's working. Yeah, because her her mom's her mom about to pop. Is her mom yeah. okay? This is the situation in Bernie's house. There's children. A, there, there are children. Acres of children. There, she is feeding a baby in a high chair when he walks into the house. Her oh, mother is yeah, her mother yeah, is right. holding yeah. an yeah. infant. She is about nine months pregnant. Yeah. There are two or three younger children running around. Bernie is the oldest person here, and she's the same age as Jimmy Rabbit. And Jimmy Rabbit, I want to say, is probably in his early twenties. So yeah, I'd say twenty-four. Yeah. twenty-four. Yeah. So most. that's like. There are like six or seven children in this house, and her mother is still pregnant, and her father's in the yeah. hospital. Can you imagine how many kids are in this household? No. There's no, probably about just... 12 or 13 kids in this uh, household. Which, I don't and, know. and she's the only person working. Yeah. It's and, 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 and it's not much pythons, every sperm is sacred in my head now. Yeah. <laughs> and there's. And there's just so, like just it's wall to wall kids because they're obviously in like a council like tenement uh, tenement high rise. Yeah. Like we don't really have so many of them here. No, it's yeah. it's like a definitely a big oh. thing in like UK and Ireland. So there's um, so much space, so many people. Yeah, right. so yeah. you go up rather yeah. than out. Oh, I also want to point out too that in this scene right before uh, Rabbit goes upstairs, there's a a kid with a horse. Standing yeah. outside the, el- the You're not going to bring the horse in the lift. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I am. Yeah. The kids, stairs will kill him. Stairs will kill him. And, it's, and, and it's, I just, it's, 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 I just look at each other and I'm like, I forgot about this scene completely. Yeah, yeah she's like, I forgot about this. And I just looked at her and I went, Dublin. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, they're going to put the horse in the yeah, Sure, whatever. Okay. I'm like, oh, there's a horse. Why is there a horse? I don't know. Do you need to, if you need to ask, you'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what the scene was supposed to be about, but I still found it. Is, I still found it entertaining. And there's no explanation, nope. and that's the best part about it. <laughs> so yeah, they have uh, like the but next big thing he, is like, Rabbit, when they finally have their first like well show. Well, this part is is basically supposed to explain something about Bernie anyway. Yes. Yeah. Um, Bernie is missing uh, rehearsals. Right. And it's because. She's the only breadwinner in the household. So Rabbit kind of shows up there to give her shit about it because she's missing rehearsals. And she basically tells him, look, this is the only thing I have to look forward to. Do not kick me out of this band. And I brought the other girls in. Yeah, so I brought the other girls in. You can blow you can blow your sanctimonious shit out, out, your, out ass. your ass. I need this as much as you do. Just work with me, for fuck's sake, is essentially what she says. And he kind of feels guilty about it <laughs> after just that, like, and he stops ah, giving her shit. Right, good, okay. <laughs> and then after that, she actually brings the baby uh, to the rehearsal. Uh, yeah, but the baby's in tune. The baby's in tune, though, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But this this yeah. part is, uh, is kind of what makes Jimmy snap. Yeah. Um, because they're at this rehearsal... Deck makes the baby cry because mm-hmm. he's a douchebag. Um, he and uh, and Billy get into get it. get into it at this rehearsal. Jimmy is snapping because everybody's just being completely everywhere. You know, people are being people, you know, as people are to, uh, yeah. want to do. But he's getting more and more upset because mm-hmm. nobody's really focusing right now. Everybody's all over the place. And you come to find out that Joey and um, and, uh, and Natalie. Natalie are getting it on. They're, yeah. they're hooking up. Oh, I thought you were going okay. for the burgers. Uh, uh, okay. Oh, we're not at that scene yet, so yeah, never mind. We're, okay, so yeah, this particular a, scene right yeah. here, um, the three girls are kind of sitting together and... Uh, Everybody asks, like, okay, whose turn is it to go get the burgers? And Joey says, I'll go get them. And Natalie says, I'll go with you. And the two girls look at Natalie and they kind of smirk and she walks away. Nobody thinks anything of it. Dean Dean says, I'm going to go outside and have a cigarette. Yeah. Which if, if, okay. I understand it was the 90s, but haven't, like, smoking... You could smoke anywhere in this place. Okay, but yeah. you know, smoking when your job is to have lungfuls of air and blow them into a saxophone. Don't smoke. Everybody and be, smokes smoke. in this movie. I yeah. get, I get it, but it's like ah. I know, I get it, but still, everybody smokes in this movie. And the best part about this scene too is that everybody smokes in buildings in this movie. Yeah. Why do you go outside? Right. <laughs> everybody <laughs> smokes in this movie, and like the last few movies we watch is cigarettes everywhere. Yes. And it's like. I'm a former smoker. Me I too. see this as just like I know that if I were to smoke again, that right is now, that is true. Yeah, I knew that. If, yeah. I know that if I were to and in the next right movie, there's going to be smoking sick. too. Just so you know. So, oh yeah. Oh yeah, big time. Well, I, yeah, one of the lines we have half a pack of cigarettes. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. See, I know that I, if I if I lit up right now, I would get you die sick as hell. Me I too. wouldn't be able to deal with it. But yeah. I see it, and I'm just like, you want I, it? I remember being comforted by that. Yes, yeah. I miss that. Yeah, it I, would kill you now. But yes, it would. Yeah, you were a to me, you were a much larger, scarier person when you were having you were smoking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was something. Yeah. Uh, somebody uh, yeah. at the place that we worked. There was yeah. somebody one day. I was yeah. outside, and I had. Yeah. I just had my pack, and you know, I did the flick and grabbed one, like yeah. just pulled one out with my mouth. Yeah. And I was like, "That is the most intimidating shit I've ever seen." <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I okay. remember one day you and I were walking out, and you're like, "I was out there. I didn't even take a lunch. I just stayed there, and I realized I was on break for an hour, but I kept continuously smoking because the guy I talked to was a jackass." Yes, I'm mad. <laughs> okay, have a good night. Like, yes, I am upset. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, this scene... Now, when I was a kid, I never really caught this scene. Okay. Um, when they mentioned the burgers in this scene... Oh, yes. I never caught the sexual reference because they didn't realize that a burger was supposed to be a vagina. Yeah, yeah. Um, you don't want cheese on that burger. No, because no, that that's be... just gross. Ew. <laughs> um, so when he says, I thought you were going to go for burgers, and he says, <laughs> I, Essentially, I was. I was. I, my little 12, 13 year old brain didn't catch that. And I was like, oh, he just got caught. All right, we're good. Okay. Uh, and it oh, wasn't until oh. much later when I realized, oh, oh. <laughs> but, yeah, he goes out, you know, Dean goes out for a cigarette, sees Natalie and Joey making out. And kind, and of, kind of panics, kind of, freaks yeah, out. He kind of giggles a little bit like a schoolgirl, yeah. like, oh, I just saw something juicy, turns around and runs inside. I gotta after, tell everybody. After Natalie runs inside kind of embarrassed. Well, no, Natalie doesn't run inside immediately. No. Does she? Um, no, she does. She goes inside, yes. And then Dean turns around, runs inside, and says, hey, guess what I saw? And it's like, you know what? And you did see that, and you know what? Good for them. But it's it's this part that Consenting makes me... adults. Yeah, but this, it's this part that kind of makes me respect Jimmy a little bit more, though. Because Jimmy is the one who turns around, and he's like, who cares? Yeah, and like, you know what? They are. So, so what? what? The yeah. girls, the two other girls are like, who cares? It's none of your business. Yeah. And and, and the guys are all They're all shocked. Up, they're, all, they're all straight Ooh. up, like, scandalized at a, at a sleepover, just going, oh, Ooh. and then this, oh, God. Oh, but he's, you know, how old is he or whatever? But he's, but he's so much older. It's like, okay, okay but and? consenting adults. Right. Okay, it's not and, like, and, nobody's robbing a cradle here. Right. And it's like, like I said, Jimmy is the only one who's just like, who gives a shit? Yeah. You know? But all the guys are like, and like I said, uh, to you, actually, when we were watching this last night, it's like, mm-hmm. the only reason the guys are all upset about it is because she's not making out with them. Yeah. They're, they're jealous. They're jealous. Yeah. And Jimmy's the only one who's like, who gives a shit? Yeah. It's like, if they want to do what if, they're doing, right. it's like, they're, yeah, that's, they're consenting so adults, that's yeah. on them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's why I like Jimmy in this scene, because Jimmy's like, who gives a shit? Jimmy's the yeah. voice of reason, just like, yeah, and? And? Your yeah. Point? The girls are like, it's none of your business. Yeah. And But all the other guys are like, oh, wow, he's old enough to be your dad. It's like, who gives a shit? Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that was like one of the most true to life things yeah. mm-hmm. in this whole movie where it's just like, you know, we've all had that moment where people are gossiping at the office or right. gossiping mm-hmm. dinner, like, what's your problem? Right. That, yeah. Yeah, and Joey's a charming motherfucker. So yeah. it's like, apparently. I mean, out of yeah. out of everybody in that band. Yeah. Because, yeah. okay, we see later that Natalie is definitely hot for Jimmy. Yeah. Yes. But he's like, but I'm your manager. I'm we your can't manager. do this. We like, can't he's. Do he's He's straight up focused. He's being professional. Yeah. All right. Billy is kind of a hothead and she's yep. not really interested. Declan's an asshole. Yep. Uh, Dean is just kind of doing his own thing. Yeah. Uh, He's also guy, immature. Yeah. The piano player kid, I can't remember his name. He is just so bloody oh, innocent. He's yeah. so innocent. It's yeah. just like out of all of those options, the only one, the only charming one there essentially is Joey. Yeah. yeah. It and makes, they're all I spending mean, so much time together. That right. It, yeah. And, you know, shit happens. Right. You know? mm-hmm. and, yeah, the... Are you at the scene where uh, he starts playing Shaft? No, not yet. We're almost uh, there, though. Um, okay, I have a story for this, too. Yeah. Okay. Is, okay. <clears throat> I, can't, I can't hit that note. Um, I can't really hit any But we're, we're getting there. close to that. So yeah. you've got the fact that Natalie and him are hooking up. Yeah. Um, at least hooked up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've... Uh, they're getting close to their first gig, though. Yeah. Um, they, they get a gig with the church because, uh, the next thing we see is we see <laughs> Jimmy meeting, uh, the, ki- the, the innocent kid, uh, at the church yeah. who's playing the organ, the pipe yeah. organ. And he, he plays, uh, uh, Trip the Light fan- uh, Fandango. Yeah. Fandango. Fandango. I don't think I heard it that way. I think the actual words yeah. are supposed to be Trip the Light Fantastic, but yeah. he says Fandango because it just, I don't know, it's just one of those misheard lyrics oh, sort of okay. things. Yeah. That's my guess, anyway. Yeah. The cartwheels cross the floor. Mm. Oh, okay. I was uh, feeling uh, kind of seasick, but the crowd yeah. called out for more. Yeah, I've never and heard like, the full song. Yeah, yeah. and they're yeah. discussing like a, yeah. like one of the psalms and how weird it was, and then the priest is down there's like... Yeah, I never really understood that verse either, and they're just like, "Oh, oh my god!" <laughs> but they—he uh, mentions that they're gonna—they're gonna play at um, the fundraiser on the twenty eighth, um, and it's their first live gig, and they're all nervous about it, and um, and they—they they, hire—they—they they hire they this, hire guy, this guy named Michael Wallace. And- Ma- uh, uh, Micah to like basically take uh, take tickets at the door. He's like, and he's gonna kind of be a bouncer for like, them. Yeah, he's gonna fucking kill someone. <laughs> we'll take off with the money. It's like, don't worry, it's fine. We got it. He's and, on our side. He's yeah. on our side. He's with us. He's, um, he's our psychopath. So that they, they they go early to help like set up and and make like uh, make signs and things. And they spelled the world, the world, the word heroin wrong. I mean, technically they spell it right, but not the right the right version that they need it to be. So they have to like scratch. They put the final e on it. So instead of it being the drug, it's like a female protagonist. It's a female protagonist kills. Wait, hold on, no. So they have to like scratch. They have to paint over it. Was great if they had the syringe. The syringe looks great. So they have to paint over the E, but they don't have enough time to do enough coats so you can still see it, but it's just, you know, kind of just faded out. It's a really nice sign! (laughs) (laughs) And we we meet Micah as he's doing the microphone check, which I was tempted to make that joke at the beginning of the the show and just smack the microphone into my forehead. (laughs) 
But that's an expensive mic, and yeah. I don't want to break it. So. Yeah, well, it's, it's the only one we got, man. That too. <laughs> we don't have a backup card. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, a, that's a really fucking well, expensive that, microphone. Well, that, or we go back to recording on my cell phone again. Yeah, that's not, not going to be that. great. I mean, it's like, if we have to, but I prefer yeah, to keep yeah, this one, this yeah. one going. Yes, please. <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, Mike is testing the mic, the the microphone by smashing it repeatedly into his forehead. And it's like that's a good mic, it's a damn good mic. Yeah, they don't make this like that anymore. <laughs> like, God, okay. But that's when we first get introduced yeah. to Micah, and I like Micah yeah. because and he's during, cool. yeah, during the whole show that they're playing, he's just kind of like their one man mobile mosh pit. Oh, yeah. he is. Who's just kind of making his way so through the security. crowd and, yeah. and randomly harassing people. Well, the first thing that Rabbit tells him is when he's taking money for the tickets, he's like, basically, people with jobs pay full price. People without jobs pay half price. That's the first thing he says, which I'm like, that's really nice. Yeah. Like, if if you're employed, you you pay. But if you're unemployed, if you're going to come to see the show, then... You know, I mean, you get that's a discount. Kind of the, that's the kind of the whole thing behind the commitments, which we kind of yeah. kind of glaze over them trying yeah. to find trying to find the right name. Yeah, and it's Joey that comes up with the commitments. It's like, well, it's a the. Yeah. It's they're working yeah. class. Yeah. The whole thing mm-hmm. with the band, and this is kind of Rabbit's philosophy on the whole thing, is yeah. that the band he wanted to put together was a band that was hard working class people with soul. Yeah. With soul, because yeah. um, you know, it's about you know rough part you know it's like you're you're working class it's about sex it's about difficulty it's about Mm -hmm. you know life and life is rough and it's hard and you know it's not pretty it's not you know um easy it's about like hard times and right now in that particular climate in ireland it was hard pretty rough yeah it's not easy and that's what he wanted to show in this band yeah and that's the type of music they were going to sing that's a good perspective too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I didn't. I didn't put it that way in my head. I think it's yeah. It's like it, the whole philosophy. Yeah. The whole philosophy behind the band is that they are from the same. They're yeah. all from the same place, yeah. and they're all supposed mm-hmm. to be coming from the same place. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, this is their first gig publicly together, and mm-hmm. they're all kind of nervous. Mm-hmm. But they're all dressed in. Yeah. Um, all monkey dressed in suits. like monkey suits, and the yeah. girls are all dressed in black tight dresses, yeah. and all the guys are like, "Dang, yeah, you know. yeah." Well, one of one of them lines, I think yeah, I don't remember who said it. Um, I think it's Imelda who yeah. says it. Like she yeah. can't if yeah. she has to pee, she's screwed. Yeah, I'm about to piss on this one. I'm gonna have to get it back on. Yeah, <laughs> that kid, they're like, no we can, "We'll all help." Yeah, like, that's um, no problem. But you know, everybody's telling basically. Shh, because everybody can hear them outside. Because yeah. they're, yeah. and it's it's all the basically a, it's a hall. Yeah, it's it's basically like a, a VFW hall. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're so nervous. Like one of them keeps kind of like puking into his own. Oh, mouth the, yeah. the bassist. The yeah. bassist. He is he's, so nervous. He's so nervous. It's yeah. it's cute. Yeah. Honestly, the scene is really cute. But Micah, I, I like the scene with Micah because he keeps grabbing the kids who keep running around. He's basically like, I'll fucking butt, you know, bash yeah. your head in if you keep causing trouble. <laughs> he's, pr- he's practically giving one of them a stone-cold stunner. It's like, hey, no, stay. <laughs> um, it reminded me of one of the times I had, like, the most... The interaction with an old lady who was clearly Portuguese mm. and her grandson... 
And I heard one of the most Portuguese grandma lines of all time when I was in a post office and the kids acting up running around. And, you know, and then um, he, he, somebody says something and then leaves. But then she just grabs the kid, leans over and says, how would your mother feel if I broke your neck? <laughs> That's a so typical like, Portuguese grandma. That is great. I looked up like, okay. <laughs> uh, That's something my grandmother said multiple yeah. times. So yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. don't you make for me come over there. You know? Yeah. It's all right. I said close the light today. So uh, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, but uh, so they are going to. Close gonna, the light. What? The light? Yeah. Shut up. Uh, so they, they start, they're going to start the show and Jimmy, uh, <laughs> Jimmy kind of. Flubs the curtain. Um, I present to you the commitment. commitment. <coughs> wrong, wrong, wrong rope, Jimmy. Wrong, ro- wrong rope, brother rabbit. Brother rabbit. Oh. Uh, the commitment. <laughs> Many opens it the right way. Um, oh. And they, they start very nervously. Uh, and they start with Mr. Pitiful, is yeah. the song. Don't ask me why I remember this in order. Because yeah. um, they start I, going. Yeah. Ooh. I like this, though. Um, yeah. And Jimmy's doing the sound mixing yeah. and, like, and the lighting just, and stuff like that. They're so they're so nervous. Yeah. They're all kind of like Ugh. yeah, and yeah. all the kids kind of rush the stage. And, and it can, have I don't know if you've ever been in a band itself, but not a band, but yeah, I've been no. on stage many yeah, times. So. I I have as well. And Kaz and I had um, we had a, a theater company in uh, in college, mm-hmm. and we put on this play. Yeah. And I can very clearly remember we had an opening night of a show that we did, and there was like maybe five, six people in the audience. But then walking out, and I just like, I, the lights went on, and very briefly I went up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, acting term of I totally just went blank. Mm-hmm. You know, and I looked at it, and then, and the lights went out for a second, and then Kaz runs out with the script. And I'm like, okay, and then started again, and they're like, and I heard somebody in the audience as the music starts playing going, is this noir, is this Art Nouveau? <laughs> and, uh, and then I'm playing, it, yeah. I'm playing a woman and also the narrator, and in my own voice, I just went, hello everyone, welcome to the show. I'm like, yes. And then I just kept moving on, and I'm like, this was a bad idea. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, but I do get, you know, you're, just, you're nervous itself as you see that. It's right. not the people, it's the lights. Yeah. They're intimidating The lighting as that hell. gets you. Yeah. It's right. really weird. Yeah. And it's ultimately, because I could, I could talk on a stage in front of 300 people. No problem. Yeah. No issue, no worry. But when you see that, all of a sudden the lights go on, and it's like all they see in the room is you. Yeah. It's very difficult. Right, it's intimidating. Oh, it's like I had trouble in front of a group of like like when I took my speech classes. Yeah, a group of maybe fifteen kids in that class, and I I had I had trouble with that. I I pulled it off, but it was just the whole time I'm sitting, I'm just like, uh, you got the flop sweat going on. Just like I hope they can't see my pits. Okay, I. When I was in high school, like in bef- anywhere between high school and lower, yeah. I had a hard time speaking in front of people. When I got to college is when I got over it, yeah. as weird as that might sound. Yeah, um, I, I, yeah. I, I have no problem speaking in front of people now. Yeah. I don't know why I got over it, and I, I can't explain to you how that happened. But um, because I, I think at this point in my life, or after that, yeah. I stopped giving a shit. Yeah. Um, 
No, seriously. I yeah. just stopped yeah. caring. Yeah. Um, but before that, too, but... before that, I was scared. Yeah. I was Maybe scared. Maybe I never shitless. gave a shit myself. Yeah. I don't know. I just yeah. stopped caring. Yeah. Um, but yeah, before that, I was extremely intimidated. Yeah. Now I don't care. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it is it's scary. Yeah. And stage fright is a real thing. Yeah. Um, but they they are very very nervous. But they do get into the groove as it moves on, yeah. and they get more comfortable with it, and yeah. they start sounding way better. Well, yeah, I and mean, also um, with the people giving it back. Uh-huh. That is a glorified feeling. Oh, yeah. Feeling. Absolutely. That is a really, like, you're like, okay, things are okay. Yeah. You see, I've, right I've done a little bit of theater, like, in high school, so yeah. I can't, like, I know, I understand, like, the whole, the lights yeah. thing. Yeah. That whole getting the feedback from the audience, like, yeah. in time, that, yeah. I don't know, I've never necessarily well, known, because it's, it's like, I've never actually been in a band, because well, I have zero yeah. musical talent. I can tell you... Okay. Yeah, I can tell you, though, it's because Kaz and I... Well, Kaz mainly wrote it. Yeah. And when you get a joke that lands... Yeah. It is one of the most gratifying feelings ever. Like some line... And this is a bizarre-ass play about Frankenstein in high school. <laughs> and, you know, at some point I will show you to the DVD we have. And it's I, think just, I want to see it. Yeah, yeah. it's... Oh, the audio is kind of terrible at some points, oh, but it's, okay. we haven't watched it in maybe, shoot, that was 2005, so 17 years, I think. It I hate to say this, but I will show you the DVD of our wedding, <laughs> because if you want to see a mm. joke that lands, mm. my vows. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, I think you've told me these, yeah. My vows, <laughs> I have a joke that yeah. lands. Yeah. Yeah, but you have a joke that lands, and then it goes to me, and I just... No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that we were supposed to write our own vows. Yeah. And I did Yeah. I just winged it. Yeah. I had I had and some stuff did. down. Yeah. I had some stuff down. I wasn't like it wasn't fully written out, but I had some stuff yeah. down. Yeah. And it ended up being like after her winging it, yeah. it basically came back to me just like uh, uh, ditto. Yeah. <laughs> I, at our wedding, Kez had this beautiful thing, and, you know, we weren't going to do, like, the I do thing. We were going to do our own thing with it. What? I didn't yeah. say I did. Yeah, and, you know, we were going to do that. We were going to acknowledge it and then move on. Yeah. And she, like, and she went, you know, turned around, went to, looked at everybody, went, hell yeah, just look at them. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm good. And I got so nervous when it came my time, because everyone says, just say I do when it's your time to say I do. I blanked the fuck out. And it's like, ah, I did just like, um, Yeah, and I just went, sure. He said I do. <laughs> yeah. yep. I said, yeah, sure. Yeah. Nick and I are the same person. That is upsetting. <laughs> that is upsetting as I'm playing with like a little fidget toy. <laughs> like, me and Cass do pretty much the same thing. Yeah. That is upsetting. <laughs> It is weird. It is very weird. Yeah, how we chose this section of the table. Just, <laughs> just, just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so, as this, as this is going on, um, as they start getting better, uh, the, uh, Rabbit's got twin sisters. Yeah. And they run over to the bar, which I believe is like next door or across the street or something, 
to their father and ask him for money because they in want. unison because apparently that's how twins are. <laughs> no, they're not. Uh, it's, uh, identical twins are, I guess. Yeah. Wait, we have identical. We twin have friends. identical twins. Yeah. No, they're not. They don't do this. They don't. Yeah. Do they have done this, but no. they don't do this all the time. Did y'all get a vision of the twins from The Shining? A little Just bit. a little bit. Yeah, and I'm like, ugh. Come and yeah. play yeah. with us, Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, give us for crisp and coke. Yep. <laughs> um, it's but, a, just a quid. A quid. Yeah. For crisp and coke. They're like, yeah. but he's like, um, you know, what's, yeah, basically he kind of asks, like, what's going on? And like, they're really good. And yeah. he's like, what? Yeah. So he goes over and he's like, very surprised that they're like very good. It. Yeah. He's like, all right. And they are, okay. and he's, uh, I forget the song, the title of the song, but it's, uh, uh, I could, I could sing it. I'm not going to. Um, Royd Sally Roy. No. <laughs> uh, it's like, show me a woman that's got a good man. Yeah, I, show me I, I don't know. I can't the remember yeah. the name of the song, but it's. It's, if, that's the song yeah. that, that they're singing, and every like the crowd's getting into it. His father's getting into it. Everybody's smiling. Like, yeah, they're they're getting jazz like the whole like them bumping into each other and almost getting bu- knocked off the stage. That like, they're kind the of girl, past, well, they, they're past that. They're just kind of getting into the groove. Yeah, they're getting and, into the groove. The girls are dancing. Dex got uh, the microphone with the microphone stand in his hand. Yeah. He's getting into the song, and he okay. picks up the mic stand and he accidentally hits the stand into the bassist. And, and electrocutes him. The, because, the, like, every, the amp pops, the lights pop, the fire uh, bursts out of the speakers. The fire bursts out of the speakers, the uh, equalizer and the, uh, and the soundboard explodes. The, the bassist's name is Derek. Derek, poor Derek, gets thrown I remember because I was like, oh my god, is he alive? Like, if, yo, yeah, yeah. Derek kind of falls to the ground because he becomes the ground. Um, yeah, he, he was the earth for a moment. Yep. And then, then later on, they're sitting in yeah. the hospital waiting for him. It's like, you yeah. know, if Derek dies, we'll be famous. Yeah, yeah like he'll be famous. It's a way to go out. Yeah, it's like yeah. you know, and he, I think they start mentioning Buddy Holly yeah. at this point. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because yeah. of what happens to you know what happened to Buddy Holly in the yeah. air, the uh, the plane crash. The if you don't Buddy know, Holly, yeah. Rich, for Richie people Evans. who may not know this, uh, Buddy Holly. The Big Bopper and Richie Valens all died in a plane crash together yeah. during the height like of their popularity yeah. in the 50s? 1953, I believe, okay. yeah. And um, I could be off a little bit. But, but yeah, yeah. I, I, this I know for certain. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, all, like, all three of them were on a... Um, they are on well, an airplane. Well, yeah. airplane. The whole thing went down, yeah. and basically, like, all of music just, yeah. like... Because the day the music died. Yeah, yep. there's a yeah, there's the song American Pie, which is about that entire day. Yes. Yeah, by Don McLean, and um, the, that's the, what that was yeah, about. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. I you didn't it was know dri- that. I yeah. thought it was about driving Chevys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> drove my Chevy to the levee. The levee was, was dry. dry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Of course, uh, every time I hear that song, I hear the Weird Al version of my yeah. head. <laughs> Soon I'm gonna be a Jedi. <laughs> 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 Alright, um But yeah, Derek uh Derek got rushed to the hospital. Yes. Because yeah. he was a lightning rod. <laughs> but yeah, it was oh, it yeah, was, he was a, messed the fuck up. Yeah, he yeah. was. Yeah, oh, he, yeah, he yeah. ends up he ends up being okay and they're just like talking about if he if he dies, we're gonna be famous. Yeah. But uh they That's have a way to, to go out. It's funny too, because yeah. they have to explain yeah. to the girls why uh why that happened. 
And it's like, well, you can't have the two currents like hitting each other. Yep. So you're supposed to you're supposed you to, to wire up the sound and and lights. Wire them up on separate things. Otherwise, you're going to overload things yeah. and, and electrocute yeah. your bassist. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what happened. Yeah, I looked up something really interesting just on a back point because I was curious as to. How much is a quid to a dollar? Yep. And then how much would that crisp and coke cost today? Yep. So, so yeah, a, a yeah. quid is roughly it, it's like a, it's like a, it's basically a pound, right? Yep. It's so a it's, sterling pound. Yeah. Yeah. So like it's, calling it a quid is like us calling a dollar a buck. Yeah. Yes. So. It's really it's a dollar thirty three in American. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And today with the inflation, that quid of nineteen ninety one and two thousand twenty two. Is two point seventy five pound. Yep, those are expensive chips. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, that kind of makes sense, and I can understand. Crisps, you know, sorry, crisps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. crisps. Crisp and a coke. Yeah, yeah. crisps. Crisps yeah. are potato chips. Yeah. Um. Whereas if she had said chips, it would have been those French, are fries. French fries. Yeah. yeah. What we would consider French fries. I was thinking of Ringo Starr on The Simpsons. <laughs> In England, we call them chips. Please forgive my late reply. Also, wanted to point out uh, <laughs> yeah. just a little little thing. Um, backtracking way back when yeah. uh, when Jimmy went to go actually like recruit Bernie yeah. when she's working in the um, the food truck. Yeah, Mister Chippies. Well, yeah, when he asks for um, yeah. like the uh, the chips, mm. she asks him if he wants salt and vinegar. Mm. Salt and vinegar, no. Which mm. is funny because for us anyway. Yeah. That's perfectly normal, right? For anybody else in America yeah, that are not in New England, yeah, even more, even vinegar, more specifically near to the Cape, right? right. Like the putting putting vinegar on French fries outside of this area is completely abnormal. Yeah. Weird people, right? Out. Oh yeah, they, um, they don't get it at all. Yeah, I, when I was in Georgia, uh, about yeah. to about, quote Pulp Fiction, we drown them in that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was in Georgia, I want to say in 2007, so about 15 years ago, mm-hmm. um, I was there with uh, one of my best friends at the time, and my <laughs> ex-fiance. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> uh, I was in a diner, mm. and we had ordered lunch, and my friend asked for vinegar for his french fries mm. and the waitress gave him the weirdest fucking look mm. on the planet excuse me now my friend is or was i should say um is the biggest portuguese person on yeah. the planet yeah. he was born here but he is by far like he he's he, as yeah. uh, he's as, as portuguese as he gets yes very um, portuguese yes very much so yeah. so for him, it was completely normal to ask for this. Yeah. So when she's given him this look like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. He looked at her like she had four heads. Yeah. And I'm looking at him going, dude, we're not in Massachusetts, right? <laughs> we're out of our, tur- we're out of our, our turf, dude. She's yeah. not going to know why you want vinegar. Yeah. Didn't so, you like stare at him while he did it? Like He was like, you yeah, are such a freak. Because yeah. they didn't have vinegar on hand. Yeah. <laughs> it was not like they, not like she had to go in the back to you know get it for him. They didn't have any. Yeah. So she said, well, all I have for you is pepper vinegar. So sounds okay. Yeah, so she had uh, this little jar of vinegar that had green pepper in it. Not, not oh, like, okay, that's not that bad. Uh, yeah. Jalapeno, yeah. like jalapeno yeah. pepper in it. All right. Yeah. So and it was it. in this little tiny jar. That, yeah. And so 
uh, he was like, okay, I'll try yeah. it. That's fine. So, and we were in a Waffle House, just so you know. Yeah. It was an actual chain. Um, where all good, where all good decisions are made. Yes. Yeah. Right. So, he he gets it, and yeah. she literally stood there and watched him yeah. as he put this vinegar on his fries. Um, and I just, I sat there watching him, because I'm like, this is going to be hysterically funny when she watches him eat this. And she was just blown away. And she was. She was completely blown away by it. <laughs> mm. And so, you know, he puts the salt, he puts the vinegar on, and he eats it, and he's like, oh, wow, this is like, it's got a little, you know, obviously a little kick to it, but mm-hmm. it's really, really good. Yeah. And my ex at the time is watching him, because he's never seen anything like yeah. this in his life. So, of course, he reaches over and tries one, and he's like, this is amazing. Hey, where have you been, my whole life? What is happening yeah. here? And so the waitress asks if she can try it. Yeah. And she does. And she's blown away by it. <laughs> so <laughs> she, he, like, he changed two people's like taste buds. <laughs> and I'm sitting back going, what have you done? <laughs> it's like, now it's going to yeah. spread. You see, see is, what you're doing yeah, here? It is one of the most delicious things. What's really yeah. funny, too, is I showed him... Not only that, but I showed him that I put peanut butter on toast. Yeah. He had never put peanut butter on toast before. What? I know. It's uh, the how? South is is strange. In the South some ways. The South is weird. They have like grits. You don't yeah. like Dan doesn't like peanut butter because he's no. a heathen. Yeah. So because it's gross. You're by a itself. weird person. Yeah. Whatever. Um, put it with something else, you, but by you, itself, no, thank you. You just are strange, yeah. and that's all there is yeah. to it. But. So I showed him peanut butter on toast. When yeah. he came up here, he ate Charisse for the first time, and Ooh, he thought it was yeah. it was a like euphoric experience. Yeah. Like, that's well, it can be. Charisse is a religious experience. Yes, yeah. it can be. It yeah. is. And for people who don't know what Charisse is, yeah. uh, it's, there's a website you can go on. Yeah. Uh, it's Amaral's. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, buy Charisse, some Charisse, guys. Yeah. Charisse is kind of like chorizo, but it's, but it's but it's its own yeah, thing. Yeah, try it, guys. Yeah. Seriously, like yeah. I will. It's I am going to give you a religious experience yeah. by buying C H O U R I C O. Yeah, and there's a little dangly bit on the yeah. C, but it's okay if it yeah. doesn't end up. On it's it. called still, a it's, it's yeah. one of the best things ever, and I mean, I we went to it's Vavo's mystery. Movie. Yeah, we. <laughs> With Kaz and I, when I think we were, I was in college, she was in high school, we went down to Florida mm. uh, for a spring break trip, and we were in uh, Gulfport, Florida, and our grandfather's laughing, and he says, you guys want to see something really funny? Says, There's this great European restaurant everybody goes to on Thursday nights called, the locals call it Cherico's. Oh. And we're walking oh. by, and her grandma, who has been in the South for like 60 years, didn't know what pizza was until her 30s. Good Lord. And she went, yeah, Jericho's ain't that bad. Oh, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, bless your heart, sweetie. Oh, I was going to say that uh, there are there is a, a few places in Florida that you can get Cherise at right now. The Very other few. Is, I know, but yeah. I, there's there some are, near yeah. my brother, because yeah. my brother lives in Florida now, and he is so fucking happy. There, yeah. there are some Florida transplants, yeah. at least enough yeah. in that area. Yeah. Like some Fall River transplants in Florida, and yeah. enough of them that was like, we need to have our own choice. Yes. Yes. They can I, get coffee milk down yeah. there, too. So Ooh, my brother is very, very happy. Yeah. Chaka, down they there. can get Chaka coffee. Chaka coffee, yeah. that yeah. my niece used to call Chaka. it. Aww. It's yeah. so cute. She, cute. she was so cute. Yeah. Chaka coffee, yeah. yes. But enough with enough with trying to uh, get people to try new things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes, in this movie, uh, moving on, uh, at this point is when they start... Going and doing gigs. Um, 
it starts off with this, and they start doing like some nightclub stuff. Yeah. Um, and at one point, they're in a dive bar roller rink, <laughs> wildly like wildly dangerous seeming situation. And I kind of blanked on this one. Okay, during this roller rink one is when the lone shark uh, comes to find Rabbit because oh, okay. Okay. he yeah, wants this is, his this money. Is, yeah. This is actually uh, when they do when they take like their their album art album cover like photo shoot for the band. It's later. That's later. Well, no, because Micah. Micah's not in this part. Who goes after the? Micah's with them. Oh, wait, yes, yeah, no, yeah. you're right, you're this right. Is, yeah. This is, okay, because, the, the yeah, album Billy, cover part Billy hasn't happened up, yet. Yeah, this Billy is, ends up quitting the band because he just, he can't cannot stand handle, Declan. He can't you're stand right. Declan anymore. Okay. And if he stays, he's just right. gonna beat, yeah. he's just gonna beat the crap out of Declan. It's yeah. gonna make things worse. They have, they have decided they're gonna do an album cover and they're all wearing their monkey suits. Um, and yeah, Billy shows up in the van that they've been taking to all these gigs and says, yeah, he's quitting the band. Because he's on probation for hitting a guy like Declan. That he just did, yeah. yeah. And Jimmy doesn't take it well. So in order to replace him, uh, Micah learns how to, you know, huh. how, to, learns how to play drums. Learns you know? how to tra- play the drums, and he does a really good job. He's got the right mentality for it. Because he plays like Animal from the Muppets. Uh-huh. Which, by the way, it <laughs> that, was, is, that is true. Yeah. I, I forget. Yeah. I forgot to mention this when uh, when Billy joins the band. Actually, he says that his influence is Animal from the Muppets. I forgot to mention that. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Yeah, I thought that was yeah, funny. I... I, I like this part where he's just still drumming, and then you have some of the ceiling vault through. Yes, we're it'll, breaking in a new drummer. We're breaking in a new drummer. <laughs> and I had this, and I was in this, like, I was in this quote-unquote air-quote band and doing the air quotes for, you know, the sense and purpose, but we were trying to put a drummer together, and we thought we were going to be the biggest band in the world, and we all hated each other, kind of less than one on this. But, you know, we thought we were generally creative, but we were a Guns N' Roses tribute band named Acid. Now, it was A-S-S-I-D, and we thought that was amazing. And, you know, like, it definitely wasn't, but for a 15-year-old, it was awesome. And the same thing happened where this guy who wanted to be in here forced his mother to buy a drum set for him for Christmas... And he did the same damn thing and then knocked the power out in his house. Oh, jeez. Because he was trying to do that and he found that he could get a really great sound on the, um, on the, uh, on the electric box. Oh. And he found he could do that and he just started hitting the switches and the powers going oh, out. No. So I'm like, you do not know how to do this thing, do you? We had yeah. that light switch installed for you. Yeah, so like, you could turn the lights on. Yeah, I'm like, you are not good at any of this. Uh, <laughs> Life was fun that day. <laughs> yeah. Especially yeah. trying to get out of a house of crazy people with the lights going on and off all the time. Micah joins the band as the drummer, and yeah, they do this gig at a roller rink, and that's when, yeah, the uh, the Lone Shark showed up. because and, and they start, like, you know, beating up... Uh... Well, before, right before that, I should mention that because Billy is no longer in the band, they have no wheels. Yeah. And that's when they steal the, the Mr. Mr. Chippy, Chippy uh, yeah, uh, truck. truck. And uh, 
that's when Bernie's like, oh my god, I'm gonna get fired because, you know, they stole the truck that she works in. Um, they go to this gig that's far away in this roller rink. The loan shark shows up, be- starts beating up Rabbit, and the only reason um, they're going this far away is because they're being paid finally. This is a paying gig. 200 quid. Yeah. 200 quid, which is which something. Is, which is considerable yeah, for us. Uh, better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's considerable for, like, at this point, let's face it, a nobody band. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, and something that nobody knows. Yeah. Yeah. And they're putting on a decent show. So when this guy shows up for the money and he starts beating up Rabbit, after he gets the money, too. Yeah. He gets the money and then continues to beat him up. Uh, Micah... Gets pull, pissed. Pulls a full-on animal and essentially launches himself over his drum kit. And Micah has a very signature move. Yeah. It's called a headbutt. Yeah. And Nobody wins with a headbutt. But it does. You do when you're Micah. Because, yeah, uh, yeah he starts bleeding immediately. Um, and, uh, yeah. he Now, Micah's not a big guy by any means. He's a small dude. But he's wiry. But, yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry. You headbutt enough people... It's like he's wiry and he's nuts. And he yeah. was right to go after it. And mm-hmm. I looked at he's just, protecting his man. Yeah, and I looked at just for curiosity purposes because they all know what they're being paid. Right. In 1991, 200 quid in 1991, and compared to now, uh, with the U.S. dollar at that time, it was actually 350 dollars. Right. That they're looking at, and I'm like, and comparison to today, that's actually the value of six hundred seventy-five dollars. So it's that's like that's still like like maybe like an hour's worth of music. It's like sixty-five bucks a person. Yeah, there's ten people, so that's not bad, honestly. So, and it's something they're enjoying. It's not like they're doing it. And they're they're not getting any fun out of it. They're enjoying the, what they're doing. I will say the the actress who plays Natalie, mm-hmm. most of the time when she's on, she, when yeah. she's there, she looks like she's doing it under duress. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like it's like somebody's like holding her hostage almost. <laughs> is what it looks like. Uh, <laughs> it was the brunette one. Right? Yes. Yeah. Um, it's like something about just the look on her face when she's doing it. She just has this look like. I am here against my will. Yeah. There is a man with a gun behind the curtain. <laughs> I yeah. think it's mostly because she hates Deck. Yeah. <laughs> and she's usually the one standing closest to her. Right. Yeah. And he hits on her a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so Micah kicks the crap out of the three guys. They get tossed out. And Micah goes back up to the stage. And so does Rabbit. And Rabbit basically yeah, grabs the mic and he introduces the band. Like everybody. And everybody with, like, in the nicknames. band. And then he gets to Micah and he's like, and uh, and lastly, on the drums, you have uh, Micah, don't fuck with me, Wallace. <laughs> and Micah's just like, yeah! Yeah, the crowd goes nuts. <laughs> and they start singing again. And it ends on a, a positive note that night. <laughs> yeah, the the one that a, a struggling band really wants. Right. Yeah. And then, like, after that, things start to get a little, you know, start to get, like, a little more tense in the band. They're, yeah. Not everyone's super getting along, but then mm. they have some good... Some good shows, and then yeah. not so good shows, and then like there's oh, arguing. Eventually, we, like, well, uh, eventually, Micah and Declan come to blows. Yeah. Well, let's before that happens because I'm going to backtrack a little bit because we we kind of skipped a little part. 
at first, you have Joey and Natalie. Mm, yes. And then, you have Joey and Bernie. And Bernie. And the Joey and Bernie part is the funny part. Because that's when we hit the Shaft song. Shaft. Uh, okay. Yeah. So you don't you you don't see who he's with at first. You hear you know, yeah. and you see Joey, and he starts saying this monologue, like in this like what is supposed to be this seductive little you know, I want to be your lover man, and then Bernie pops her head up. And she basically tells him to shut the fuck up and just start doing what he's supposed to be doing. Yeah. And he's just like, all right. So and he's, he's and his he's, way around the band. He's with her for a while. Mm-hmm. What was, it was a little fling with Natalie, but he's with Bernie for a bit. I, um, It's just still, it just looks like the creepiest fucking thing. Yeah. I, I still, I mean, they said it's their business, so what? Yeah. And I get that, but man, it's the age differences. And right. Age maybe it's just that she looks a lot younger, too. Mm. Yeah. I mean, he's supposed to be as old as Rabbit's dad. Yeah. And Bernie is the same age as Rabbit. So it could be that she's, like I said, it's, there's the prospects in the band. <laughs> Yeah. There well, aren't that yeah, many. Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. Um, she's also, she has no time yeah. to hang out with anybody else. Cause True, because they're all doing their thing. Right, but... she's working all the time. Yeah. And when she's not working, she's at she's with the band. So it's not like she has time to meet anybody. Yeah. And he's available. Right. And women. Um, yeah. yeah. And she already knows that, you know, if she was with... If he was with Natalie, and I'm sure that Natalie talked about it, so if he was any good, Natalie told her. And it was a fling with Natalie. Natalie likes Jimmy. Right. She's been very vocal about the fact that she likes Jimmy. So Natalie wasn't even, like, jealous or whatever when uh, uh, Bernie started going with, uh, with Joey. Like, Natalie didn't care. Doesn't start getting into a beef until Imelda gets involved. Yeah. Which is towards the, what Dan said is called the third act conflict. Yeah, third act problems. Right. Which is where we're heading. Um, they start having more gigs and the band starts to start having their own problems. Yeah. Like um, their personalities, which were... Which were meshing for a while. But th- they're to... always so th- th- their personalities are so different that it's like it's almost inevitable that something's going to happen, <laughs> something's going to break. The first thing that kind of pops up is actually with Dean. Um, when they're playing on stage, Dean uh, starts to spiral when he's playing the sax. Spiraling is something that jazz musicians do. Right. Um. Fucking jazz. <laughs> um. And which is fine in jazz music, but it does not fit with soul. Soul has soul um, soul sax solos are very different compared to jazz solos, um, and it's actually quite uh, quite obvious if you actually watch the movie and you hear it. 
Um, and, and he gets the squeedly deets in, yeah. in with uh, the rest of the music. He's just like, that's not... It no. doesn't fit. Um, and Rabbit calls him out immediately. And so does Joey. Um, and that kind of is... It sounds... That sound right there actually starts the beginning of how things start to fall apart. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, uh, uh, Mika and... Deck. I don't know what it is about the drummer and the lead singer, but they don't get along. Well, Deck doesn't get along with anybody. Well, yeah, because it's because it, it's Declan. He's a douche. He's a douche mm. because he thinks that he's he's the leader. He's he's the main character. So he's, they're his fans. Everything is his. Yeah. He it's his band. Yeah, they're this his was... And he's just starting to rub rub everybody the wrong way. And then he comes out and says that he got an offer. From another band with a record deal. Yeah, this this pissed me off. Yeah. And he comes to the band and says, should I take the offer? To which everybody says, the fuck you talking yeah. about? Then you have the two kids who were like the beginning of the band. You've got the um, the bassist and the, the, uh, the lead guitarist who are friends who start, like, fighting each other. Uh, yeah, because they're just... They're spending too much time around each other. They're just not... They're just not getting along. They're not getting along. Things are, Like, you know, everybody's starting to, like, argue, and it's just... It's... The, 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 the personalities are clashing too hard, and things are coming to a head. And then you've got um, Joey, who walks in, and Imelda is now riding on the back of his, uh, his moped. Which, of course, pisses Bernie off. Because, you know, what the fuck? Imelda, A, has a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck is she doing on the back of Joey's moped? Because, as she claims, he only gave me a ride. <laughs> you only a ride. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, there's infighting everywhere. And right now, Jimmy has been trying to get them more press. He's been in touch with uh, a writer for um, the newspaper, uh, which he has talked up the band quite a bit in this newspaper. He's already had an article out, and mm-hmm. he's he's a good talker. And it, and it was a good article. They they you know the, they wrote favorably about the band. Yeah, they're doing okay. Yeah, and he's like they're mysterious. He put a, you know a little bit of a hey, here's what's going on, and Joey tells him. Oh, Wilson Pickett is coming. And I know Wilson Pickett. Yeah. And I can get him to come and jam with us after his concert. Let me go talk to him. So they go to his hotel. Joey goes in. And after about 20, 30 minutes, he comes back out and says, he'll come jam with us after our, after his show when we're doing our gig. And Jimmy's like, fantastic. So he calls his friend at the newspaper. He also calls another newspaper and says, hey, we're going to be doing a show on X date. Yeah, I know it's on the same day that Wilson Pickett's show is coming on, but he's going to come jam with us after his show. Drums up some interest. That night, they go to perform. That's when all the chaos starts. And 
while he's back there and there's all this infighting, they have also decided they don't want to go out wearing the tuxes anymore. Yeah, they don't they want to be, be their uniform. They yeah. want to be in their own getup and because they want to be comfortable and they're they're and, tired of and it. And Dean has gone out and got himself a flock of seagulls haircut. I did notice that too. Yeah. He got a quote unquote jazz haircut. Yeah, jazz. Um, yeah, it's like there's there's a lot of stuff going on back there, and Jimmy's getting aggravated. But he's like, whatever. He goes out. He's like, just get on stage and do what you're supposed to do. He goes to the bar. He finds that, you know, there's another journalist out there. He starts talking to him. They get on stage and they start singing and playing. And they're they're playing great. They, they're doing real good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No matter yeah. what the conflict that's going on in the back, they're yeah. still professional out on stage. And they've yeah. got people from, like, all throughout the rest of the movie who have shown up. Who've and they're hanging up. out. Like, the the, yeah. the skinhead that wanted to get in the band, he's there. The incredibly, like, um, makeup person yep. is there. Billy, the original drummer at one point, we see him he's in, in the, the audience. He's in the crowd. He's like, you know, there to, he's there to support I would them. say, I did notice him. and I just Because like, he's got those very, yeah. very particular glasses. Yeah, I think this is where I started to flake a little bit, so some of my memory's a yeah. little fuzzy on his. Well, it's like, there are people from, yeah, there are a lot of people that were, at the very beginning of the movie, they're all in the crowd. Like, yeah. they've they've got a lot of interest going. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's the two, um, he's got two, uh, uh, journalists that he's talking to at the bar. Mm. They're playing and they're playing fantastic on stage. You know, things are happening, but he's sitting in, in, uh, at the bar and he's waiting for Wilson Pickett to show up because he's supposed mm. to show up and jam with them. Yeah. And as time is going so on, far it's going on. He's, time's going, he's not here. There's no Wilson. Yeah. Um, so. And I'm sitting there going. I think Joey's full of shit. And I I'm think Joey lied. And I'm sitting on the couch going, I'm not saying nothing. Yeah. So time is still moving forward. Pretty soon, you know, uh Rabbit's getting more and more anxious. So he goes and makes a phone call and he calls his journalist friend who went to the Wilson Pickett show, who's supposed to show up at the bar, um to find out uh what's happening. And uh, asked him, oh, do you know... He said the picket show ended an hour ago. Yeah, picket yeah. show ended an hour ago. Um, and he was on his way to the bar. He shows up. And he's like, uh, is he here yet? He says no. And he's pissed off about it. Because he's like, oh, he's, you know, he was supposed to be here. And he's like, well, you know, he's not here yet. He goes and meets him at the... You know, he goes to the bar. And Rabbit's just getting more and more annoyed. Uh, they end their set seeming more and more like like Joey's lying yeah Yeah. um they end their they end their uh their set they all go into the backstage and they're all arguing again in the back Rabbit goes back there and they're asking oh are we doing an encore but they're still fighting yeah and Jimmy's just getting to the point where he's just fucking done um yeah, the point where it's really not worth it. If he's right. really just he's, he's being the middleman for everything. Right. And, and and he goes up to Joey and he's like, you lied to me. And he's yeah. like, I, he's, I talked to the man. And he's I like, did all I could. I did all I could. I talked to the man. And he said, no, that's, that's not what not you what told said. me. No, you he told said it was me. done deal. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you, you lied to me. So he turns around and he walks back out. Um, and he gets approached by 
an agent. Like a record deal. A record company. It's a, it's a small company, yeah. but it's like, you know, it's... It's, it's some, a step. Yeah, it's a step. It looks like the dude from No Country for Old Men. Yeah. A little yeah. bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, but he approaches him. They go to the bar. They start talking. Yeah. The band comes back out to yeah. do an encore. Yeah. They start, you know, playing. Uh, the record deal guy, he starts talking about how we can't put any money up front, yeah. but we'll get you studio time so you can record. And, you know, Jimmy's listening and talking, you know, oh, they seem a little tense on stage. Is everything okay? It's like, oh, yeah, everything's fine. They love each other. Everything's great. Yeah, lying through his teeth. Still looking at the clock. You know, Wilson Pickett's still not here. But they sing the best that they have. Yeah. And they sing Mustang Sally. Yeah. And it's, And they fucking nail nail it. it. It's, like, perfect. It's a great version. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, Actually, I think they played it on that Blues Kitchen show. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I think they played that. Cause now I, I think of it, and you said that their covers have been played in other places. Yep. I think they've done this. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, it is, like I said, it's a, it's a really good version. Um, but, you know, they play. Yeah. Uh, and Declan gets on Mike, and he's like, hey... Did, uh, are you guys here yeah. because you couldn't make it to the Wilson Pickett show? Yeah, which is a fun line. And yep. then the other one he says, well, it's like our manager fucked us yeah, over. He was, yeah, he was supposed yeah. to come jam with us, yeah. but our manager fucked up. Yeah, and at that, I'm like, okay, now he just lost me again. Yeah, like, you're a fucking dick. Yeah. Um, Buddy, you know, they sing another song, and then they go into the back. Mm. Um, Jimmy has basically said, okay, you know... We're we're gonna go record. That's that, that's all good. He's still pissed off that um, Wilson Pickett never showed up. He goes into the back and they are fist fighting. Yeah. You've got um, you've got the girls that are basically attacking each other. A couple of the guys are fighting yeah. with each other. Um, Declan is leaving outside. He's got a bunch of girls who want his autograph, and Mika walks outside. And headbutts him. Yeah, and they get they get they, into it, and like it's just everything is falling apart. The, yeah. the band is basically broken. Uh, Jimmy takes one look at everybody, and he's like, "All y'all can go fuck yourselves." Yeah. Like he Jim, is like, just fucking at done. this point. Like he he's like pinballing between yeah. like five different conflicts, and eventually he's like, "You know what? All you get fucked." Yeah, yeah. he's basically done. Um, he's he's just like he's had it. Like. And rightfully so, I think yeah. he just walks away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just saying that's enough. Yeah. And I could see it in his eyes. He's like, okay, I managed before. Yeah. I'll manage again, and I could put another band together. Even and whatever if he, happens. Even if he doesn't, he's just like, I, I'm, he's done. I'm done. Yeah. Like, I've done everything I could for these guys, and they yeah. just they just can't get their shit together. Yeah. Um. So well, he, I mean, it's a group of mostly twenty-somethings. Of right. course, there's yeah. going to be a problem. Of course, they're, yeah. they're all young. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean, there is for any of them. Of like, course. You know, it blew my mind as I was thinking about this, and I'm thinking about the breakup of the Beatles. And at the time when they broke up in 1971, I think, or mm. early, you know, right around that time, George Harrison was in his late twenties. Yeah. You know, at that point, so it's like, okay, Paul was the earlier one, and I realized myself that I am now older than all of the Beatles when they broke up, and Mm -hmm. I'm like, 
Yeah, I totally get why they did it. It was nothing to do with Yoko Ono. These four assholes just didn't have anything to do anymore. Right. Yeah, and I'm like, wow. Yoko probably didn't help the situation, but she wasn't the cause. No. 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 What... I hate to say it, but it's you're a hothead when you're when you're young and in your twenties. You're all yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was a dick. Of course, Me so too. was I. I mean, Me too. You don't realize. Yeah, it's like, I think my dad said the best. He's like, when you're twenty, you think you know everything, of and when you're twenty-five, you know not as much. And when you hit your thirties, you realize you don't know a lot at all, but right. still, you're fine with it. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm gently nudging forty, and I realize I don't know shit about fuck. Yeah, yeah me too. But you co- yeah. you come to terms with the fact you know nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're <laughs> totally fine within your late thirties. Yeah. You're like, yeah, okay, I'm good. Okay. And it's but it's so much better if you realize you don't know something. It's like, right. yeah, I don't know, yeah, but you know what? A lot I can less look it pressure. Up. Right. There's a lot less pressure in life. Well, you it's don't like, realize you know that this, when you're right? younger because yeah. you know you're stupid. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Incredibly, yes. Yeah, but that's yeah. that's just it. It's yeah. like they're all stupid, but they need they think they know everything. Yeah. Um, but that and you know, Rabbit just you know he walks. Um, and afterwards, Joey comes to find him and basically says he vespers at him from the darkness. Yep, yeah. and basically yeah. says, you know, hey, you tried. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> what he says there, we did it, and we had it, and all that's pure poetry, and I'm like. Okay, the pan blew up in a face. He had a whole bunch of egomaniacs. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, it wasn't poetry. No. It wasn't poetry. Well, it might have been poetry because not all poetry is good. Yeah, true, true, it true. It was Vogon yeah, poetry. It was, it was art. <laughs> yeah, it was Vogon poetry, exactly. Who would you think about my poem? It was, <laughs> it was art is what it was. Mm. And art can be beautiful and it can be a disaster. Yeah. And that's basically what it was. Often, yeah. often both at the yeah. same yeah. time. And that's exactly what it and, was. But Jimmy is not seeing it that way. Jimmy is seeing that he wasted his all all his fucking time. Is yep. what he's saying. Is he's seeing that it was basically painful yeah. for him because he put a lot of effort into it, and he just sees that all his effort going to waste. And he feels that you know Joey fucked him because mm-hmm. yeah. he he basically said I put my faith in you, and you broke it. You broke my trust. I don't believe anything you say, and, you know... We're done. We're yeah. done. I'm done. I, I just can't deal with this anymore. And, and, you know, fucking Buddha Zen Joey is just like, if that's how you feel, that's yeah. how you feel. Yeah. And then he vespers into the, into the night. Yeah. And, yeah, and Rabbit just kind of keeps walking. And a few minutes later, a limousine pulls by him and asks, Hey, is you know the name of said club, I can't remember the name of the club, but hey, is, do you know where this place is? Yeah. And he says, "Yeah, it's down the street, but it's uh, it's closed now." And he says, "Oh." And the driver turns around. and He says, "Do you want to go back to the hotel, Mister Pickett?" Yeah. I, I I can relate to this moment yeah. so fucking well. <laughs> and I mentioned the play that Kaz and I did. Yeah. The final night that we did that show was one of the more epic ones. Like, we finally got everything right. Everything was tight-knit. And it was... The 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 place was completely packed. Nice. And we had word that Yoko Ono was in the balcony. Huh. So, the energy's up. Everything is flying. Everything is just... It just worked all around. Everything was wonderful for a 2005 story. Yeah. Um, hindsight, some stuff you know, didn't go so well, but in the end of it, then we realized she wasn't there. Oh. And we're like, 
what the hell did we do this for? Like, where where did the energy come from? And it's just that, that disappointment of you almost had it. Yeah. You almost had it. And I'm like, oh, like, you know, and he goes, fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, I can I can relate to that. Yeah. It's so well. It was, it was yeah. this close. But it just, it also shows that Joey yeah. was telling the truth. Right. Like, it, it. He didn't break like, anybody's trust. Like, yeah. I was fluctuating between Joey's full of shit or he just doesn't have the, the sway yeah. that he thinks he does sort yeah. of thing. But And he came back, it's like, no, no. Oh. He did. He it did. Just, yeah. It was just a... It gets late as, late as fuck. Yeah. 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 And that's why I, I kept my mouth shut yeah. at mm-hmm. that point because I was like... I didn't want to. I didn't want to spoil it for Dan because yeah, I wanted yeah. him to actually see this part. Because yeah. it's like, no, no, Joey's telling the truth. Yeah. Joey's telling the truth about everything. Um, but that's like I wanted. I wanted Dan to to actually know that because when I first saw this movie for the first time, even my naive naive little ass yeah. didn't believe Joey yeah. at all. Like when I first saw this movie, because yeah. I was like, there's no way that somebody. Played with all these yeah. great... There's no way. Well, I mean, he does kind of lead you on for right. a while. Like, where he sends postcards to his mom. And, like... Right. You can stack up a bunch of postcards and send stuff. Absolutely. You know? And you can do all that stuff. And right. And you can... You know, you can lead other ways. Right. And, um, but, yeah, he does lead himself to be kind of odd. He's a much older person right. wanting to join the band of, with the younger the kids. Right. 20 somethings, yeah. Yeah, and he's screwing around with the girls and doing all right. this. So, yeah, he doesn't do it, but then it's like, no, he's real. That that was right. a step back. Right. Yeah. And that that's why I, that's kind of why I didn't want to ruin that, yeah. that part for yeah. Dan. I wanted him to see that part because it's like, oh, fuck, he's telling the yeah. truth. Shit. So, and at that point, we kind of get our uh, breakfast club clothes. Yeah. Where we just like, like where is everybody now? Yeah. And Declan ends up getting a record deal and is even more of an insufferable He's even more of an insufferable prick. But you notice what record record company he's working with, right? I didn't yeah. see. He's working with the record company that approached Jimmy. Yeah, idiot, so he's working records. with yeah. Idiot Records. So he's not working with a huge label. No. He's working with a small label. But it's a step. It's a step. step yeah. But it's not like he's a superstar. Yeah. And what's her face? Um, Bernie is doing country music, which yeah. uh, I like. He's always got shite taste. Yeah. yeah, I like the fact that Rabbit's like, yeah, she's working with a country music band, so she's with a band, but she's got shite taste in music. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, you've got. Uh, go no, nah, it's just all through, at the end of it. I'll jump in my thought in here. You've got uh, Dean, who's working as a jazz musician yeah. in a jazz band. Yeah. You've got um, his two friends who yeah. are basically just... They're still in the music scene. They're, like, playing for tips outside yeah. of a, outside of a coffee on shop. On the street, yeah. Well, because I think both of them have regular jobs. Yeah. yeah. Like, you see at one point in the movie that uh, uh, the one the bassist actually works for, like, a meat yeah. packing mm-hmm. plant. So, like, he, they both have regular jobs, and they just play... You know, basically yeah. on their own for fun. Um, you've got Natalie, who also has a music career. Um, and the hints that they're into each and other. And that they, yeah, that yeah. they are, they are together. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the the scene that you get it looks like she's singing in a music video. So it yeah. looks like she actually made something. Yeah. yeah. Which is better than Deck. So I was like, <laughs> ha ha. Fuck you, Declan. Fuck you, Declan. So. Um, 
Although I love that name. Yeah. Declan. Yeah. For some reason, I love that name, but um, man, that character's an ass. You got uh, Mika, Micah, whatever. Uh, he's in a metal band. Yeah. <laughs> which feels about right. That's yeah, about right which for him. was kind of a, like a Pantera type. Looks like, yeah. yeah. They were screaming into the microphone and almost eating it. Yep. Yep. And, yeah. You've got oh the piano player I think his name is I think his name is Michael yeah. actually um, Michael I think his name is Michael he's a doctor he became a doctor yeah but he still loves the music but he still loves the music and he loves it yes yes you are definitely tone deaf because it's ah 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 I didn't remember the thing so I just did the thing it's okay love. Um... This condescending pat will tide you over. Yeah, I haven't seen I haven't seen the movie thirty times. Okay. <laughs> um, and I'm trying to remember. Oh, Imelda, she married Dopey Greg. Yeah. Because she got pregnant. <sighs> I... <laughs> married the guy that's abusive to her and won't let her do shit. He's yeah. not abusive, but he he didn't he doesn't hit her yeah. or put her down. You don't ha- you don't have to hit someone to be abusive. Yeah. And you true, don't, and you don't have to like no, scream we, at them to be that's yeah. very true. emotionally abusive. Yeah. That's very true. He's just he's he's so fucking bland. Yeah, yeah. he is. Yeah. He, he is. He's. I don't that, even want yeah. to call him vanilla ice cream because because vanilla can be good. He's yeah. just. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's he's plain yogurt. Yeah, is what he is. That's what I was thinking. It's like Ned Flanders' favorite flavor, plain. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Dokely, But even Ned has a little bit more personality. To True. Him. True. But so there's two parts that I want to bring up here. There's one of them is a quote that I think is really perfect for any musician. But I when you when it ends with Jimmy talking in the in the mirror. Yes. I kind of wanted to think of it like the whole time he's been talking in the mirror and he imagined the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> like it would yeah. go back that he's still at his parents' house and he's just talking the whole, th- whole time and you expected um, his father to walk in again and like, are you interviewing yourself again, you fucking prick? Yeah. How long does it take <laughs> you to take a shite? Yeah, like, like the whole time or earlier he's been in the bathtub interviewing himself. Like, <laughs> go back to him being in the bathtub. And he's like, just he, really cold he, because yeah, he's he, been a while. He just got out of the bathtub and he's just been talking in the mirror the whole time. <laughs> and there's a great quote when I, I drove down here to do this and I'm like, okay, how can we inspire? What can we uplift? And I'm thinking about the quote from Dave Grohl. Okay. And Dave Grohl talking about how you should suck. And this stuck with me a lot. He says, musicians should go to a yard sale and buy an old fucking drum kit, get in their garage and just suck. They get friends that come in and they suck too. And then they fucking start playing and they have the best time they ever had in their lives. And suddenly they become Nirvana. (laughs) Because that's exactly what happened with Nirvana and eventually the Foo Fighters. They become a bunch of guys, they had some shitty old instruments, got together and played some noisy-ass shit, and eventually became the best bands in the world. It happened again. You don't need a fucking computer, internet, The Voice, or American Idol to be a musician. And it really hit me as I thought about it, and I think we do things and we give up because we're not the best. Mm. And I'm looking, if anything I could take away from this movie, and, you know, while I liked it and it elevated it a little bit higher hearing your side of it, mm-hmm. you know, with it. But it's still something that if anyone does have a project or things, and especially things that I've been through in my life, mm. 
you want to be, and what I love in my life is to see somebody do a little bit more than they thought they could. Mm. And I think we all, we all stop because we suck at first. Right. And, you know, Kaz would jump in right away and say that's something that she's always done is just, you know, you suck at first and you might suck for a while. Yeah. But eventually lean into the suck. Yeah. Dare, dare to be bad. And if you lean into the suck a little bit more, you'll get better and better and better and better. Coming from somebody who was an ex-trombone player. <laughs> you know, eventually I sucked enough and eventually was coerced into getting rid of it. But also, I had my other things that I did where it's like, yeah, I kind of suck right now, but then to practice and practice and practice. It's not perfection that you come out of, but eventually you get to be good enough to get noticed. And then keep going and keep going and keep going. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I, you mentioned that, and I'm looking around, and I see dozens of half-painted and unpainted minis. <laughs> I see just over your shoulder a gunpla kit I haven't put together. It's just stuff like It's like... Dare to dare to be bad because you're not going to get good if you don't suck first. Yeah, yeah. And if you suck, you're fine. Yeah, fine. It just keeps getting because so many more people have quit. It's like the first, yeah. like yeah, the the people who are good at things yeah. have failed more times than you can imagine. Yeah, I I live in a world of the martial arts world that I've had for thirty years. Every one hundred thousand people who join to make black belts. Yep, I'm one of the two myself and mm-hmm. it's just for people who go through and say eh, i don't know and there are a lot of people who are just not interested anymore and if you're truly unhappy with something fine you know move on i just yeah. i'm just reminded of a joke just yeah. like you know anybody can be a black belt you can yeah. just you can go buy one no one stops you <laughs> yeah, you technically a, yeah. have a black belt. <laughs> yeah there's yeah there's a great line in um in uh karate kid or it's a uh, yeah, Mr. Miyagi, where'd you get your belts? You know, where's yours? It's J.C. Penny, three ninety nine. <laughs> <Yep>. Good deal. <laughs> and it's still, I love that line. Not everybody is naturally talented. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's no. Sometimes, you still work sometimes out. it yeah. takes hard work. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and it's still, it's one of those. If you take away from this, this kind of shows that you could still do well. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's um, my take on this. I think this is lovely. I'm waiting for next week though. <laughs> Because it's one of my favorites of all time. I don't think Dan's ever seen it. Yeah. So Kaz hasn't either. Okay, so this yeah, is going to be so a new experience is, for them. This is so good. Well, next week's movie, the part of the part I love is uh, how much money they spent in just yeah in damage yeah and what they did to a mall. Like and, it's just great. And they punch Nazis. Oh yeah, punching Nazis, which is great. makes me so fucking happy. Yep. <laughs> it is always okay to punch a Nazi. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, that's the end of this movie. Yeah. Um, but for right now, why don't we talk about forty forty one mediator? Hey, everybody! Thanks so much for listening. Movie theater time machine is a part of the forty forty one media group with podcasts like Psych Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at forty forty one media dot com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next find us on facebook twitter and instagram by searching for movie theater time machine now our podcast will always be free free to subscribe and share but if you'd like to help us build a bigger better podcast not to mention our confidence you can find merchandise designed by me kaz at zazzle or check out the kaz foxen's animal shop at zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies thanks so much and back to the show and we're back all right, so typically this is where we do our fantasy casting, yeah. but honestly, 
Yeah, there's no need. Yeah, there's I can't. No way to do it. I, like I, even yeah. even joking around, yeah. like yeah. this cast was was perfect for yeah. this movie. It's yeah. kind of hard to do a fantasy cast when you're trying to put a cast in that is going to be able to yeah. sing yeah. properly mm-hmm. with you know songs because how are you going to do it? <laughs> yeah, and I agree. I agree with you for that point. I mean, there are some others I know you've had on a short list. Yes. But I can see others to do that, but mm-hmm. this one, yeah, this one, and it's a lot of unknowns. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, all of them. Yeah, are, pretty much. Are, Almost all of them are unknown. I mean, I mean, I mean to, to be fair, they might yeah, be, you yeah. know, the actors might be better known in Ireland. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah. I mean, maybe, like, just because we don't know them, it's like. That doesn't mean yeah. that they're completely It's like, in yeah. the UK and Ireland, like, they have the whole thing, it's like, there are ten actors. Yeah. And they, and they there breed. There are ten to, actors and seven sets. Yeah. And they, yeah. And, they, and, they, and they interbreed to make the next ten actors. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> they're not all David Tennant. No. Yeah, you're right, you're right. He's like six yeah. of them. Yeah. But <laughs> still, it's one of the greatest Doctor Who jokes of all time, is with the, they're at a convention, it's the fifth Doctor. And uh, it was uh, Davidson, and he said, yep. you know, and then, you know, a fan asked, what's the greatest gift that, another, that a fan has ever given you? And then somebody else shouts out, a granddaughter? Yeah, for yeah, real. I'm like, okay, I'm like, that is That is perfect. hysterical. Yeah, right? was, yeah. It was, uh, his da- his daughter married, married David, David Tennant, Tennant, who and was the 10th a- doctor, and I'm like, that is Beautiful, and they've I, had two children since yeah, then. Yeah, actually. So. yeah. They they actually did a um, they did a, a crossover. They did a special. I saw it together. That's just still beautiful, but mm-hmm. it's still for me. Uh, this wow. movie, I like the fact that there's a lot of unknowns and a lot mm-hmm. of weird things yep. that have happened, and I don't know. I'm satisfied with it. Mm-hmm. Even for I mean, Kaz was here. She'd probably throw like some of was some different genre. In yeah. there, but I'm like, I, I the I commitment can't, no. as as directed by Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, no. yeah. It's a lot of feet. Feet, 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 <laughs> But yeah, let's roll it out. I, I think we're good. That works for I me. Think, yeah. I think we're good. So, um, so we hinted at it. So next week, next week we will be going over the Blues Brothers <laughs> yeah. from 1980. Yeah. Uh, um, the only Saturday Night Live movie that is actually good. Yes, it is. And uh, that one uh, is another movie where everybody in the, yeah. the movie sings their own songs yeah. with their own voices. One of my absolute favorites. Chad Calloway, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> like, the yeah. only thing I really know about Blues Brothers is punching Nazis. Yeah. Uh, it's dark. We're wearing sunglasses. Yep. We have half a tank of gas or something we like that. We have half a pack of cigarettes. Yeah. And half a clue what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. We've got cigarettes, a full tank of yes. gas, and we're wearing shades. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, it, uh, it will make you slightly afraid of Aretha Franklin for five minutes. Yep. And Carrie Fisher. <laughs> and Carrie Fisher, too. Yeah. Yep. That's real. We're out of uh, mission from be God. Great. Yeah. That's going to be great. Yes. So, so uh, yeah. So, um, we're going to wrap this up. So, uh, be good. Take care of yourselves. But don't be too good. <laughs>